decide the topic. From love chat for Matt to the hate in your heart. I can't believe it. There are no limits. You can be nice. I love legends. You can be mean. I don't give a fuck. Or you can blow it all up. I'm Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. I assume we are online. I see some confirmation over on Streamlabs, the reason I speculate is because we're trying that simultaneous stream for the first time. You're not in the Discord live room, though? Um, oh, yeah, I can hop in there. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're testing out a new system tonight such that we can stream on YouTube and stream me, not stream labs, if I said that incorrectly, stream me simultaneously so that if YouTube ever tries to ban us again, we have another place to go. So if you're hanging out in the YouTube chat or you're hanging out, I'm monitoring the stream me chat as well. If you're having any issues, let us know and... Because uh, I'd, I'd prefer not to have major problems on the Sunday show, so that's why we're yeah, me too. You know, trying to trying to trying it out on the Wednesday show. Although, even though it's working on Stream Me too, that's one more place I got to keep an eye on. And so, I know there's like, um, I know there's uh, what's uh, super chat and stuff over on on Stream Me as well. If you're participating in that, be patient. I because I, I don't know how the whole system over there works, so I might miss things. I might not see things. So. Bear with us as we learn yet another thing to keep an eye on as we stream. But it's good to build a backup, so I'm excited to, to get this stuff going. Anyway, uh, did you tune into the exciting Michael Cohen hearing today? I, no, I don't care. I can't wait to hear everyone's hot take on Michael Cohen, my God. I this literally is, looked at none of this today because I was working on a script, so somebody's yeah, going to have to give me a, a, a TLDR. He said he had evidence Trump committed a crime. His evidence is the the checks that Trump wrote him about, like Stormy Daniels and stuff. I bet the left is over there jizzing in their pants. And he called Trump a racist and a liar. Oh no! In front of Congress. <laughs> anyway, um, if if you're new to the show and you want to participate, there is I, I don't have it over on streaming, but on YouTube there is a link to the Discord server in the description. The Discord server on which we host the show. Click that link, hop into the server, put your name in the roll call. We go on a first come, first serve basis, uh, and um, and we'll take calls uh, in that in our usual first come first serve order. You know, two minutes, uh, two or three minutes a call, depending on what oh, yeah. uh, what Blonde I'll get says. My, my timer. We'll see. Uh, and if you'd like to participate in the show, but you can't do it live, you can send us an email. That's beauty and the beta at gmail Put call and show question in the subject line so we know that's uh, what it's for. Or you can send us a brief video, minute or less, uploaded on listed to YouTube. Send us the link. Four minutes for gross medical stories. Though. Four minutes for gross medical stories. We'll play the audio and respond to it on the show. Other than that, let's hop into it. We had ooh a couple of people jump in the gun early tonight. I should I should make that rule more clear. Remember, roll call starts uh, ten minutes before live. I you say that every that. show. What are you talking about? I don't know. I feel like I, I'm not doing a good job of explaining that. But Jack's up first. Go for it. Hey, Jack. Oh, hey. Okay. Um... So okay, here's a story that happened, and a story that happened with me a few months ago. It was um, a conversation I had with my grandfather and my parents. Um, anyway, my grandfather—I don't know how it got here, it got to this point—but my grandfather said said something about um, you know the old saying that money is the root of all evil. Mm-hmm. Okay, he said so. He said that that, that phrase that frank, that saying is bullshit. He said that women are the root of all evil. <laughs> all right. Did he did he uh, did he expand? 
Did yeah, yeah, yeah. You talked about how in how in the book how in the Bible, um, Eve is the reason why why sin ex- ex- evil exists. Mm. You're speaking blonde's language. Right woke now. old bastard, right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, um, I mean, I mean, every all the evil, all the evil men do is reason. The reason why men, men do evil is because it's just to get pussy. Uh yeah. I don't know. I might substitute foolishness with evil. I don't know about evil. Men do a lot of foolish things in pursuit of women, but they'll do evil things too. I suppose they'll do terrible things to other men to obtain women yeah or other people in general so i suppose it could be both well there's a yeah well there's a philosophy to live by by blonde i really shouldn't hate on my own sex so much but here we are Mm. Hmm. uh any do you got a final word before we let you go i got to meet will wood today tonight (laughs) is he uh remember when he what did didn't he boycott twitter for some reason about trump he, he that guy has tbs pretty bad as i recall will witt isn't he uh isn't he a star trek guy he's from prager you oh no no i'm You're thinking, thinking will, of will wheaton aren't you? will oh, no. wheaton. wheaton yeah thank you god i confused i confused those two guys this shows off to a great start no wesley <laughs> he's a he's a big douche yeah hmm. uh any okay so you you met the guy from prager you how was that yeah yeah, he came to Texas A&M tonight. Oh, really? Oh, so he did he give a speech or something? Yeah. They did might he, upload it to YouTube. Did hmm. he talk about how Israel needs more funding from America? Uh, he talked about BDS. What? Uh, boycott, divest, sanction? Anti-Israel uh, movement, I suppose, right? What do you, what what do you say before we let you go? Yeah, that's pretty much all he talked about when, when it came to Israel. So I assume he was very anti, right? He was saying that's a. He was talking about how the BDS movement is terrible. I would assume. Yeah, he's talking about how BDS is bad. Yeah. He also talked about some other topics too, like mainly like gun control and, um, uh, abortion. Mm. Hmm. All right. Well, thanks for cluing us in. Sorry about confusing him with the Star Trek. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah, See that's ya. Yeah, that, probably. Good thing it's on the Wednesday show, so no one will remember. Yeah, really. I was like, and you it, talked to the guy from Prager. You talked about BDSM. What? <laughs> yeah, that, I was that really call, confused for a second. This call went sideways <laughs> to start the show, but we're going to try to recover. We always try to. Recover. The King in Yellow is up next. King in Yellow, you're good to go if you're ready. Let's just I'll let you hang out for a second. If you can get that mic going, Boba's up next. Boba, you're good to go if you're set. Boba, Mystic Axe. Oh my god, this show sucks. <laughs> this, is, this is a rough start. Uh, Mystic Axe, I don't I see... Oh, there you go. Uh, what's up, what's man? Up? Not much. Um, the UC Berkeley attack got me pretty triggered. Yeah. Hmm. Did they make an arrest yet? Or is that still... Uh, that still hasn't I, we happened. Were, we were talking... We were talking about that in the uh, in the hangout room, and uh, I looked it up, and they don't have an arrest. They released a press release that said they know who he is, and yeah. he's not even a student. What? That's what you said when we were talking about this the other day, Skag. They did. I, I had seen the ID, but I this is news to me that he's not a student. But that could still mean, I bet he still has some business on the campus. Why else is he walking around with a backpack at UC Berkeley? He's banging those college feminists. Yeah, he's just pretending to be a student. Yeah. 
Yeah. Cle- clearly something like that. I don't know. But anyway, I, I sent Matt an email earlier and I said I might uh, get into the call and show and talk about it. Uh, mostly co- mo- more about like the ramifications of this sort of just flagrant mm. disregard for the rule of law and its ultimate implications. The, like communists and brown shirts, man, just violence on site. It's bad mojo and it's just getting worse. They're getting mm. bolder and bolder. I know, man. It's time to start fighting back. And that's the real gripe I had with this. And we, we were talking about this a little bit uh, earlier, but I was watching this and I'm like, this kid needs to like, he needs to hit him back and hit him back, fight back, kind of piss me off. But I guess, yeah. you know, he would have been implicated. I understand why he didn't, but I think we're at the point where like some idiot leftist comes up and punches you in the face. Like it's time. Yeah. yeah, like I I don't want roaming gangs of proud boys just beating up uh beating up uh soy boys on site, but I don't think I'd hate it. <laughs> well, I mean that's the other side of it too, is you see what happens. Yeah. You see what happens if you behave like they did, which by the way, based on everything I've seen, I actually don't think they do anything wrong, generally speaking. This prosecution's uh, I don't know. I mean, based on well, what I've seen boys? out of the New York yeah, with the New York case, it looks uh, worst case, mutual violence. Best case, defensive action. Yeah, well, yeah that's but, the thing. The Proud Boys are purely a reactionary uh, force. They yeah. they only they only apply force when it's applied against them or the peaceful demonstrators that they're attacking. right. Right. I, I guess I would have had more previously. Previous to all these cases, I would have had more faith in the average person seeing things like what happened in Berkeley, and saying that's terrible, regardless of who it is. That's not necessarily the case. I've, you know, I like to lurk comment sections on Facebook with more left wing people and just see what they're saying. I've seen tons of comments on the Berkeley case where they said, well, we don't know what he said. We don't know what he was talking about at his table. Irrelevant. We don't know what kind of Nazi things he was saying. Comments like that. This is the, this is the logical conclusion of the punch a Nazi campaign. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's it totally just true. depends on whether he's a Nazi. So right, well, right. let's wait for the facts on whether he is or not. Yeah. And yeah. so should we try to be reasonable with these people and reserve our own violence? I think not. I think we've gotten to the point where like if somebody instigates violence against you, it is time to dish it back irrespective of the legal consequences. It's it's just so crazy to me. Hmm. I just don't yeah. think that, that if, if this person yeah. hit him back that he would get in, in trouble for it. I mean, maybe at Berkeley. I don't know. Yeah. We gotta let you go though. I don't, Any final I don't thoughts? want like, okay. Yeah. I just, I ultimately, I don't want people brawling in the streets, but I mean the, like they literally, I mean, it, it's cliche to say it this way, but they do literally hate America. The leftists, they really do. If you ask them, they'll tell you how much they hate this country and it's history and they have no skin in this game. So they don't care if the whole thing burns down. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. And thanks for calling it. in, man. Take it easy, guys. Yep. You too. Bobby, you're good to go if you're set. Yeah, I'm set, guys. How's hey. it going? Good. How are all you? All right. What's on your mind? Oh, man. I. Well, first of all, that, the last guy that he, the guy was just on, I got to disagree with him because, I mean, hmm. you always say this yourself. You got to assume the best of intentions, right? You can't, like, prescribe motive, right? Well, if they're if they're punching you in the face, though, would you assume the best intentions of what? No, he sort of, he said leftists sort of hate America or whatever that was. You can't you can't describe that to an entire group of people. I mean, sort sure the individuals that are punching you in the face, they deserve everything that's coming to them, but not that entire group, right? I don't know, I guess, man. After twenty sixteen, I, I am done giving anybody on the left the benefit of the doubt. Fuck these people. I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> I just, See, I just, thing is, I'm not going to. The thing is, they'd say the exact same thing to you, wouldn't they? Yeah, of course. I don't care, though. 
that's the difference. <laughs> I, it's it's getting increasingly difficult, and and of course, I mean, I, I think I'm more inclined to do what you're talking about than Blonde is. So I give give somebody the benefit of the doubt, of course. That <laughs> yeah. said, based on a couple years of experience of just getting trying to get people to talk on platforms like yeah, this, trying won't. to engage with people, it's, it's exceedingly impossible. difficult, borderline impossible. Yeah, and I'm and, getting hit pieces written about me all the time. I'm a white nationalist. I'm a Nazi. I'm alt-right, blah, blah. I always write emails to these people. I'm like, come on my show. Come on my show. You printed this about me. You didn't even ask me. You didn't talk to me. You've never spoken with me. You didn't even contact your subject before you released this. They never respond. Becca Lewis didn't respond. Zoe Whatsernuts from Columbia didn't respond. None of these people are going to respond to me. So why should I just continue to assume they have good intention? Well, why? sure, sure. Each of these, each of these people individually, obviously, they don't. If they wouldn't come and uh, just have a civil conversation, then obviously you can assume that they don't have. Very I'll change attention. my tune when some leftists come on this show and have a civil conversation with me. It's never happened. We invite yeah. people on the show all the time. I mean, I, I share I share your default to to assuming good intentions, judging everyone as an individual, and I, I by no means want to abandon that standard. That said, to Blonde's point, too, I think there has to be a point at which you say there's, there's very little, uh, I don't know, there's very little deviation in this... <laughs> In this entire population for me to say that there's any difference at all if i'm making any sense you know what i mean there has to be a point right. at which you say this is this is a group thing well also i think it's important to point out that inherent to the leftist perspective is an inability to tolerate our perspective they're like if you if you say things that are hate speech if we perceive you to be racist then we can commit violence against you i think that that yeah. is a pretty general tenet of the left Okay, sure. I'll I'll give you that. Um, sure. I guess I guess the standard I'm trying to think of is like it's the thing that people try to to get me with a lot. And I I don't say get me dismissively. I think it's a fair question. I think there is a point at which having standards that assume the best of other people can be self defeating, and I worry that we're approaching that place. You know, like if we're getting punched in the face just for being there talking to people, that that's that's a point at which you have to wonder, are you giving people too much credit? Yeah, well, that's why you carry yeah. a gun, right? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Ima imagine, and, and I agree, self-defense is paramount, but imagine if he had, imagine if, first of all, it'd probably be illegal in California, but second of all, <laughs> just, the, just the news stories if he had pulled a gun. Yeah. Oh, God. Imagine that. Anyway, th thanks for the, the thoughts. Yeah, thanks for calling. Yeah, my pleasure. Have a good one. Bye. Yep. Mystic Axe is up next. Oh, oh my God. Such what's on your mind? Oh, well, besides scaring the shit out of me, nothing. Uh, uh, just a few things on, uh, do you hear about the AOC ins bullshit? What, with the vodka? <laughs> I mean, that's a broad question, man. Yeah, you got to really. be more specific. Which AOC uh, bullshit? Uh, the AOC uh, Oh, I'm the boss now. Bullshit. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Make yeah. a better plan or I'm the boss. Okay. Yeah. Like for me, the thing is that and people say, oh, most Christians don't believe in climate change. I'm like, well, it's more the it's going to be in a it's going to be in an apocalypse in a certain amount of years because if yeah. we don't change our ways. And it's like I've always wanted to go to a hall of some kind and just state this. So do we have any 
uh, machinery that can control weather? Do we have any machine that can create ice beams, like instant ice, like Mr. Freeze or something like that? Hmm. Do we have anything that is mystical powers that can control weather, like Storm or that? Do we have any of this other, like, science fiction stuff, fantasy mm-hmm. stuff? And I'm like, besides, like, any secret thing, like, I will back off and I will agree there's climate change if you could tell me there's a way we can stop it. Yeah. If there's a way man-made can stop climate change directly, you're just blowing hot air at me. I assume she would say that that her plan is that. But I'll figure it out because I'm the boss. I mean, I agree. I agree that if if this issue is the existential threat that they make it out to be, uh, yeah, I'm going to rely on human ingenuity to solve it. And frankly, we don't really have any other choice. But I guess the question is, who's going to be behind the human ingenuity? Will it be market leader? Will it be the market and the industry leaders in those particular? Uh, areas that are likely to solve this problem or will it be alexandria ocasio cortez with a magic wand i know who i'm gonna pick i'll pick people who understand energy technology agreed yeah Uh, and it's also my grandfather before he passed told me that there's so many people wanting to do just ditch oil altogether but it's like there we have a limited amount of resources on this planet yeah we need to use them to the best of our ability with what new stuff is new stuff is like coming because I'll be like, Oh, windmills are all great. And that, and I'm like, yeah, but at a certain speed, like for like uh, like tornado alley in the States or like Southern Alberta on the plains here in Canada, like, like strong winds can cause uh, electric turbines to shut off because they have a fail safe. Oh, doesn't that like, I think that would bank a lot of power for a long time. Like a tornado comes through and you save up enough energy for the entire year. Yeah. But it's, there's, as far as I'm aware, there's no. They, they have a set off because they don't want them spinning out of control, breaking the engine. Yeah, I'd and, imagine there's probably some kind of hazard with that. And Any, anyway, we we, we got to wrap it up. But if you want a final thought, go for it. Uh, no, I think we're fine. Except for that, you guys really need to cheer Blonde up. She's getting way too depressed. I grandmother. I think uh, I think she she had a rough stretch uh, um, yeah. prior, but I think you've been much cheerier lately. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Talking about how okay, I hate well, women on you... my own channel has really <laughs> breathed fire back into me. Honestly. That said, you're never going to reform the uh, or change the accelerationist collapsitarian perspective. I mean, I hope I do, but at this yeah. point, I'm still like burn it down. <laughs> so, last thing. So, can we call you a, dra- a what? fire into you? A dragon. We, you a dragon lady, like uh, it, it was a old uh, term, like a derogatory term for like uh, uh, for women. For, like, <laughs> well, if it's a derogatory <laughs> term for women, blondes on board. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Thank, well, thank you. Thanks, dude. You guys have a good night. Bye. Who's all? Um, Spencer is up next. Let me find Spencer. Actually, I don't. Oh no, there's Spencer. Never mind. Spencer, you're good to go if you're ready. Let Spencer hang out a minute. Uh-oh. Hey. Go Man, for I it. I see you lighting up, but I can't hear you. Uh-oh. Uh, well, can you hear Blonde? Hey, Spencer. I'm guessing that's a no. I don't know if you guys can hear me, but I can't hear you guys. All right. Sorry, well, I'll let you hang out for, well, I'll, I'll let you hang out for a minute, Spencer, if you can hear the stream, and I'll circle back after the next caller. Uh, but it looks like you're having some kind of sound issue on your end. Myth is up next. Myth, you're good to go if you're ready. Oh, hey. What's um, on your mind? 
Well, I knew it was too long since I called in because my friend told me I was getting too political. <laughs> okay, so you need an outlet? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was. I I didn't call in for a while because I'm learning to play piano, so that's been taking. Oh, me. cool. Yeah, um, but I wanted to talk about censorship because hmm. okay. I was watching uh, when he f- with forty thousand other people when he got taken down. You were watching. Uh, you cut out a bit. Whose stream are you watching? Yeah, uh, Stephen Crowder's Oscar. Oh, okay. So you were watching the Oscars bit on Sunday yeah. night. Yeah, uh, yeah. And he he had forty thousand people, and he got a copy. Yeah. Um, which made me so mad. I had to go watch on Facebook. I don't even have a Facebook account. Yeah. Did they make you create an account to watch the stream? Did you have to do that? I had to. Apparently, uh. people said you don't have to, but I don't know. Uh, hmm. It made me. That's but, really bad uh, when Facebook is will air you and YouTube won't. Which I don't understand because it seems like Disney or ABC are going after him aggressively, not YouTube themselves. Right, right. So why would ABC or Disney go after the stream on YouTube but not on Facebook unless Facebook just makes it harder for them to do that? Yeah, I, I assume that. He had less of a crowd on Facebook too, I believe. Hmm. Even after it went down on YouTube? Yeah, well, I, it was still less. It was it it gained a lot more. Yeah. Um, I just want to talk. Like a while ago, I switched for to stop using Google on my phone because yeah. I can't trust its search results. If I'm searching anything controversial, I won't use Google. Yeah. I yeah. use DuckDuckGo. Do you guys do that? No, I shamelessly Google whatever I want all the time and. <laughs> I have um, a Google Pixel, so it's always on the bottom of my screen. But I have I use DuckDuckGo, but I'm I'm just like you want to you want to try to incarcerate me from my search history. You fucking <laughs> you're going to be go. the next uh, what's the next his name? Coast Guard the guy, next Lieutenant, Lieutenant Hassan. Hassan or Hassan <laughs> yeah. or whatever his name is. Yeah. And on my yeah. computer, I use Opera, which is a different web browser than the hmm. Google Chrome. I need um, to switch to Brave. That's what I need to do. Apparently, that's, really that's pretty like sweet. Opera it okay. uses a lot less RAM. Um, it has Google as the main, but you can set DuckDuckGo as in. Mm. Um, all right. In uh, any app any last words before we let you go? Uh, no, that's all. All right. Well, thanks, well, for, thanks calling for calling. Thank you. you know what looks sweet too that I still haven't set up, but everybody's talking about is uh, is Dissenter. Is that what it's called from Gab? I've heard really good. It's things. live. It's been live for like twenty four hours, and yeah. the stuff I'm seeing looks pretty cool. Yep. So it does really cool. Yeah. yeah. Great Even, idea. Uh, you know what I saw people doing. Um, with it today because apparently so uh, Alex Jones was on Joe Rogan's stream today again which I had I didn't know was coming and I and previously Steven Crowder's Oscars stream was the most people I've ever seen watching a stream on I YouTube heard at 400,000 is that true it could be when I when I looked at it it was 125 earlier today and I thought oh my god but who knows the sky's the limit if Alex Jones is on that show and wow, apparently they disabled the chat and then people were saying on Twitter check out dissenter and it's just it's like a live chat itself basically wow. so good on Gab for doing something that is uh, is crucial to restoring internet communication once again as everybody yeah. I, I don't know why I, Joe might shut down his comments for whatever reason or maybe he does all the time I don't tune into his streams I, I watch after the fact um, Man, but that's so cool. But that's yeah, I, uh, Gab is is thinking uh, on innovative terms to to restore some communication back to the internet. That's people really cool. are saying they saw two hundred thousand, one hundred seventy seven thousand, one hundred seventy eight. Yeah, 
I got I I will definitely listen to that stream <laughs> or that uh, show probably later tonight. Six Gorillion. Yeah. Ovid is up next. <laughs> I was worried that Joe wasn't going to have um Alex Jones back Good too because he had said things on previous streams that implied he wasn't aware of like the bad things Alex Jones has said and stuff like that you know irrelevant yeah Avid, hey, what's, what's up, on your guys? mind hey there uh, Actually, time for something oh sorry Matt I was gonna say I forgot to check back with Spencer but I'll do that after your call sorry to interrupt Spencer if uh, you can hear me I'll I'll get to you after Avid here sorry Spencer <laughs> I uh I had something completely different for you today this might be mm. a little more interested to blondes but I was on the Walgreens yesterday and the newspaper glanced my eye, my eye and wouldn't you know another mom killed a baby and blamed it on post traumatic stress disorder. What? what? Or no, sorry, not PTSD. Um postpartum. Postpartum depression. Postpartum. Yeah. And I've been this is something I've been thinking about for a long time. Is and I I'm not a parent, you know, is postpartum depression like is it a real thing or is it just terrible low quality women who have never had something more important than themselves in their lives all of a sudden, you know, have a responsibility and have something, you know, to take care of and aren't sleeping because obviously there's a newborn baby in the house. I'm sure it's you know, multifactorial, but I, I mean, I definitely think it's a real thing. Hormonal depression is okay. totally real, but I killing your baby. I mean, if you think you're going to kill your baby, then like you tell somebody or you drop the baby off at a police station thinking and doing are different things it, yeah to really see that through uh it takes a little bit more than yeah, depression, i just, I I just want to say cause it's it's such a weird thing you, you keep seeing it over and over again young mom kills baby blames it on postpartum depression this might be unnecessary yeah. morbid curiosity but did it say how how she actually did this i just read the headline during checkout uh, you know and, and i also be curious this is it didn't say I assume that this is a diagnosed condition, right? This is not just a thing that people claim. This is something that no, is actually it's, it's diagnosed. No, it's a fucking le- it's a legal defense. <laughs> yeah, Post, I mean, postpartum. <laughs> yeah, but but I guess in that case, I like in the baby, ca- but um, I'm a victim. So right, but in that case, I guess I'd be I'd be curious. Are we talking about someone's claim, or are we talking about an actual medical professional's diagnosis? I would take more. I'd put more stock in a medical professional than just the self-assignment or self-diagnosis. But I mean, she's still a danger to society, irrespective of the diagnosis of depression. It wasn't psychosis, oh. was it? And then there I, are also women like Casey Anthony that are like, I want to party and go get banged by a bunch was of people. Was that her motive? I, that, yeah. that was it? She just, yeah, she just was like tired was, of being how old tied was her down. little girl? Three. That's something like thing. that young maybe that it's ever it's okay but it seems especially crazy when it's that old over and over again yeah you know like it's so weird i've raised her for three years but this is enough now that's just insane it, she might have been younger than that but you know there are some people that have kids and they're like i lost a part of myself and me, 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 me. Huh. and they don't realize you know what it entails anyway we yeah. gotta give you the boot thank you for this uplifting call i Hmm. Not a problem. Always trying to make you feel good. Thanks. Man. Well, hey, the draft's on, the draft may be on its way out, so that's a good feeling. Yeah. Yeah, that's another interesting topic this week. Anyway, so that's maybe, it. maybe we'll out. talk more about that on Sunday or, or later in the stream tonight. Talk to Spencer Trey. Thanks, man. Bye, Avid. Um, Spencer, are you able to hear us? Yep, I can hear you loud and clear. Oh, cool. Yeah, go me? for it. Yep. Well, yeah, hopefully, even Blonde can hear me because I know I sometimes. Can. Um, 
Okay. Oh, hey, that's great because sometimes um, pretty women have a hard time hearing me. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good one. Um, <laughs> so, uh, piggybacking off of um, Ovid, um, I ah. wanted to talk about dead babies as well. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Someone needs to call in with a gross medical story that's not dead babies. I know. That'll be really uplifting yeah. for me. Oh, well, well I, I really hope that happens for you guys. I, I enjoy those, yeah. too. Um, dead babies or hemorrhoids. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Anything. A um, baby but... that died of a, of a hemorrhoid. Oh, that's my God. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's. Um, so I'm surprised nobody's mentioned this already, but the Senate voting down the uh the something like the 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 born alive survivors yeah. act yeah. something like that i mean pretty much along party lines i um i actually emailed my my senator uh, tim kane about it you know that mm. hillary clinton beta um, who he's more forgettable than amy klomachar and he uh, was thanks. uh imagine if they had babies <laughs> imagine if they ran on a ticket together it'd just be a big they should wear like pillowcases over their heads with question marks on them <laughs> <laughs> that'd be quite fitting for those two yeah. Um, yeah so so i asked him about it and his response was well we already got legislation on this from 2002 we don't need yeah. more and a lot of people voted him. for it though right well it was right. it was basically a party three democrats joined republicans in voting for this and and when i saw it i thought well i guess i don't really understand if i was going to try to take their uh, position. It's not that I am in favor of infanticide, of course. I guess I might have questions about whether this ought to be regulated at the federal level and the degree to which it might already be regulated, but that's... I doubt that was any of their concern. They're they're going with the already regulated angle, not that they... Yeah, I meant vote you, against. But, but you would think, just for PR purposes, you'd clarify, in no way am I in favor of what uh you know what this bill is apparently trying to ban. It's just for technical reasons X, Y, and Z, I am not going to for it but instead they they're playing the the game of we've been set up uh you know we've been we've been demonized by the republicans who are attacking women's rights and that kind of thing yeah well, right you know and even from that angle from the unnecessary angle so to speak uh, i mm -hmm. mean we just passed an anti-lynching law a week ago i mean how <laughs> necessary was that we already have laws yeah. against murder well, well it was very necessary claims. yeah 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 I mean, it, it, it was jesse's law so, so yeah well nobody though, wants to be that guy yeah not even uh did did that go to the house yet uh i i don't know about that but i know uh. the senate passed it unanimously yeah i'm still waiting on that green new deal vote in the senate but they said it might not happen till august or like before the august recess oh my god <sighs> it's so stupid i'm working on a video right now about it and like uh. it is make, make, dumbfounding. make them vote on it yeah make them vote on it now and then again right before the 2020 election. <laughs> yes yeah we'll i guess that's that. probably mcconnell's strategy or right is uh is to make it as late as possible even if it doesn't happen bef uh, before the august recess you want to make it politically because it's never going to pass you want to make politically maximize the vote yeah. i suppose well, yeah. right, but hopefully we're able to politically maximize the the death of an old woman on the Supreme Court. She's already dead, dude. Totally. Oh, that, oh yeah. Oh, I forgot right. to play that footage on the Sunday stream. That's that's a body double in the TMZ footage at the airport. I'm dude, telling I'm, you. I'm, I'm like halfway in on that tinfoil hat yeah. theory. So am I, I'm because like they asked her about the that. movie, and that was released like at least a year ago. Yeah, she's dead. Yeah. She's dead. All right, we got to let you go. All right. Good to see you, see you guys. Thanks, man. Bye. Let's, I, take, I just, let's take a I'll, break. I'll believe anything at this. I, I'm this close to the moon landing show, you know? I'm right there. Um, I see you guys over on uh, Streamlabs telling me to uh, 
to um, enable like donations and stuff. I thought I had that set up, but I don't. So I'll have to check back on that. But thank you guys for keeping me up to date on that stuff. We do um, have uh, Streamlabs and Super Chat as well. Okay, this is Nala Black. Matt and I once made love and we were done. I asked if he loved me. He looked me dead in the eye and said, always. Okay, Oof. thank you. Country Blumpkin. That is up there with like sharp uh, face scorpion or whatever. Sharp Country Blumpkin's scorpion. my personal favorite. And I don't like forget it. Dildo Swaggins. Don't, never forget Dildo Swaggins. These hoax hates are going to have to start one-upping each other. I know. I mean, but if they get more outrageous, they get less believable. Good video today, by the way. Well, thanks for tuning in. Always. Uh, Jack DDSN. I'm sorry. I always mess that up. Um, out of all the mess that's out there, I'm most worried about the India and Pakistan conflict. I was reading about this mm. a little bit today. I was not on my radar at all. If somebody wants to call and talk about that. That'd be great. Um, Rick Moranis. Matt and I once made love. Then he called me a fag. Rude. I think that one's just true. <laughs> but yeah. if, you, if you guys are, you are the fag also. Yeah. I don't know. Move, moving on. Tune in, drop out. Trump is so racist, he used the phrase black people are, are too stupid to vote for him. Makes no sense. <laughs> oh, yeah. A racist would have used the N-word without batting an eye, especially in a conversation with his lawyer. Yeah. Uh, first son of man. Go ahead. Those are a bunch of Michael Cohen's claims. Trump well, said black people do this, black people don't do that. Yeah, okay, cool. Well, he's totally true. Unverifiable claims about things that were said like a decade ago or more. Yeah. Yeah. First son of man. This is a rare night when Matt looks better than blonde only because Matt's clothes do not need to be ironed and blonde looks like a cool wine ant on her second bottle. <laughs> Jeez. It's because I was just walking in the snow and I decided to use pink eyeshadow today, which has are given you, my eyes like a drunk look. Are you in the middle of nuclear winter like we are here? Holy it's cow. So, it's so crazy. I've never seen anything like it. There's, There's an icicle so on my snow. house that is, I swear to God, six feet long. Yeah. It's crazy. I've, That's I've good. Never that that serves as a, like a, a defense mechanism for your home. Perfect crime. Uh, yeah. Thomas B. Abject global poverty and famine have been cut in half the last 25 years. What are all these large-scale catastrophes the result of global warming? Yeah, really. Um, country Blumkin. Every time I say that, I'm like, hey, mom and dad. Uh, traps are gay. Repeal the 19th. I just killed a scorpion in my bed. We must secure the existence of American people and a future for American children john martin if americans are too stupid to compare taxes paid to taxes refunded then it's time to accelerate into the collapse i like that accelerate into the collapse yeah i, I see that going around all over my tax really? refund is lower this year yeah and yeah you also it's... paid a lower rate uh we'll so sort it out it on the other side love you guys yeah. great show compelling and rich uh Ooh, thanks tibbetful hey bnm love the show Quick question. What do you think about the potential for red pilling through indie games? I'm working on an NPC huh. fighting game, but don't want to be divisive or promote violence. Thoughts? I think you should both be divisive and promote violence. That's my advice. I I would hesitate to do any political messaging in video games. They're going to get you. That's for sure. I mean, yeah. they might get you, but the thing is like the whole reason. Well, I guess not the whole reason, but a lot of the Gamergate quote unquote red pilling, if you want to call it that, was a backlash to the politicization of video games. Yeah. And honestly, I don't like I, I play video games as an escape from all that stuff. I think a lot of people do. I don't want political messaging that I agree with needlessly put in games either or or that I disagree with. But I, I don't know. I, I would hesitate to politicize anything that doesn't 
need it that isn't inherent to the to the product itself you know yeah yeah i know you're right you're right hmm. Um, Astro Haterade, as a woman in Virginia, I want to express my disgust at the entitlement of other Virginians in trying to pass an ERA bill, the Equal Rights Amendment, yeah? Yeah. Um, and someone at the AG's office disagreed with me without, without even giving me a right I'm missing. I was shocked. Huh. I'm not shocked. I, I still don't fully understand. I guess their argument is that, that gender equality is not explicitly enshrined in the constitution it has been interpreted through the 14th amendment equal protection clause by the courts so as a practical matter there's no difference they just don't like that it isn't explicitly stated so they want that in there even though it like if you got the equal rights amendment into the federal constitution tomorrow my understanding is nothing would change i can't see how this could possibly go wrong Uh, but we'd have reason to pat ourselves on the back and that's always yeah, that's always well worth it. I think we're good. Let me reload. Okay, we got one over. Just, uh, just one. Andel says, hey guys, uh, did you catch Hassan Piker's bread analogy? I watched Baring's video on it, yeah. And he laid out, uh, he did this uh, while being interviewed by Jesse Lee Peterson. It is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard, but good for a laugh, especially the way Jesse Lee responded to him. You guys are awesome. Well, thanks for tuning in. I saw it through Baring's video, and it was it was pretty good. So I've not seen the whole thing unedited, but it was... Uh, yeah, it was a. Re- it's hard to even explain. He was basically tr- trying to explain how um, ownership of the means of production and the economy would work in this bread analogy. That is to say, like if the econ- the entire economy was baking bread and exchanging bread, and who would own the bread? And he kind of cell phoned and he kind of tied himself in knots. But if you're interested in listening to uh, basically a communist guy try to explain communism through bread, <laughs> check out this interview. Which is fitting because I don't, I don't, he didn't make any breadline jokes or anything that I saw, but they would have fit in nicely. <laughs> he did not go that route. Let's get back into the calls. Uh, Cyclops is up next. Cyclops, you're good to go. Hey, just let me push some things around. Move that baby around. Um, <laughs> oh, he did. He he dropped. It's because he, he took great offense to your baby hemorrhoid joke. He's not in the. Yeah, I guess I have to move on. He's not in the waiting room either. Sorry, oh, by man. the way, do you know that kids with cancer super chat that I read on the Sunday show two weeks ago? I can't remember. I got the most hateful email just for reading it. Like that's what, what not was, funny. I can't believe you would. What was the joke? Something. I don't even remember. I, uh, yes. Someone sent something in the super chat that I don't like. Oh, good for you. I know. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, am I on? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Oh, sorry, sir. <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> Thank you for addressing me in formal terms. Uh, I appreciate it. Sorry, I was nine years infantry, so. Oh, sure. Well, that, that, that would explain it. Or that would yeah. explain it, if I can speak correctly. That would explain it. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't hear if uh, anybody brought up the uh, Pakistani and uh, uh, the no. Indian possible conflict coming up. Just no, briefly. We talk about it. Okay. Well, how much do you guys know about those two countries as far as weapon Very systems little. and equipment? Um, limited, so they're both, they're both nuclear, right? That's the that's the yeah, worry nuclear. right now. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a possibility of going nuclear, but probably not. They've been fighting amongst their uh, along the border for years. Um, mm. uh, I was a mercenary for about two years in the mm. Middle East doing multiple contracts. And wow. I met a lot of Gurkha that fought along that area. So 
it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of interesting. Uh, the biggest thing is is that I don't know if you guys know the link between ISI, the Pakistani uh, uh, intelligence agencies, and LET, the uh, Laka Al Tahiba. No. no, I believe I, I probably just butchered that. Um, LET was the uh, terrorist organization that hit the Mumbai uh, hit Mumbai a couple of years ago. Yeah. The um, the Mumbai massacre. That was catastrophic. Too. You guys How many people that? were killed? Yeah, I, I do remember. Uh, I think it's fourteen. I can't remember. Oh really? Um, I thought it was like, I don't, I have no... like fifty or something. Yikes! That's yeah, it was still a terrible. lot. It was a lot of people, and they were kicking in doors and shooting people all over the place. Hmm. Um, of course, ISI immediately said it wasn't them. But of course, if you start if you chase back the money and the equipment, it all leads back to the Pakistani mil- uh, Pakistani intelligence agency. Hmm. So what what do you think is the likely outcome here? Are the fears overstated, or you think we're going to have some kind of serious conflict? I actually, this might be the one. When you say they the one, a, oh, the one that the would one. like to start a, start a war between them? Yeah, yeah. I heard, and I heard they were like beating the pilot and stuff, stuff like that. Is that? Yep, that's okay. another. Right. This is all on them. footage or on video. Uh, if I'm right, it's either it's either on footage or because I haven't seen it yet. Um, I actually need to talk to a couple of my friends over there. Huh. Uh, Let's talk to my uh, Gurkha, Gurkha contacts I still have and see what they can tell me. It would, uh, I know, and mm-hmm. just so I understand, it was the pa- was it the Pakistanis that shot down an Indian pilot, or the other way around? I'd have to go back over it, but yeah. it, it you, the Pakistanis, as far as them flying planes, is like is basically it, they suck to begin with. So <laughs> the what I would think <laughs> is is possibly you've got. Um, uh, what is it? The Indian arm, uh, Indian Air Force getting themselves shot down yeah. by the Pakistanis, um, and it's been—they've had border fights for years. So it's kind of an interesting, uh, interesting issue out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, well, keep us posted said, because we're mm-hmm. ignorant to world affairs. It's really embarrassing. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, man. Well, if I, uh, if I can get back in, uh, if you guys want for last thought, I got a book for sure. you guys to read. Yeah. Um, okay. It's a author by the name of Kurt Schleister. Uh, I'm going to butcher his name, but Kurt Schleister. He okay. works for the Rebel Media. Uh, it's called The People's Republic, and it fits right in with your uh, Let It Burn uh, blonde. Rebel Media, you say? Hmm. I'll think about it. You might like it. It's pretty good. It's If you have a chance, to take a look at it. Accelerate right. into the collapse. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> You'll have a good night. What's going on with uh, Rebel Media these days? Like after they got rid of Gavin, they got rid of Lauren Southern way back in the day. I just haven't paid attention to much that they do. No, I don't trust know. Ezra Levant. Um, is Katie Hopkins still on there? I don't know. I just haven't I just seen much going on from the Rebel. And uh, Faith now. wasn't Faith Goldie on the Rebel way back in the day? Yeah. That's, or did that's I invent how that? She got her, and then they booted yeah. her because she went to Charlottesville just because she went that's to Charlottesville. Right. And then she did that I, podcast. That's right. I remember um, now. Okay. I don't know. Anybody that kicks off faith, I'm like, mm, you're on my shit list for life. What's um she is she still running for Toronto mayor? Or is that decided? No, it's over. She it's over. lost, but she got third, which is okay. pretty good, all things considered. I mean Toronto. Um, I just grabbed uh, Dell the Rednecks up next and I just grabbed you, but now <laughs> he disappeared on me. Oh no, here we go. Okay. Lost him for a second. Dell, you're good to go. Hey. What's going on with you and Mom? Hey there. <laughs> Either y'all play poker? Nope. Uh, only in Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's a lot of fun, but uh, yeah. 
you know, the weekly game was at the double wide last night. It's a mess to clean up afterwards. I'll tell you what, <laughs> empty, <laughs> empty beer cans all over the place. Pubic hair on the toilet bowl. Still stinks of cigar smoke. I'm telling you what, mm-hmm. you know what? Next week, Maud and her friends are having it at one of the other girls' houses. <laughs> okay. Gross. Gross, dude. Oh, that, that Cohen hearing today, I tell you what. Uh, you tune in for that? Excited? How, how many times did he say that he didn't understand the question? I did not. I, mean, I did not I watch what? it. I uh, saw some clips, but I'm not tuning in for the cop whole out, thing. Man, when those hard questions came out, that boy's mouth closed up tighter than my butt cheeks at a Clay Aiken concert. I tell you what. <laughs> a Clay Aiken <laughs> reference, man. That's You're really dating deep. me, yeah. That's digging deep, but yeah. I remember him. That- well, actually, Don, uh, Blonde, you're married, so, uh, but thanks for the offer. Um, he said that Trump <laughs> ran for office as a PR stunt at, at one point during it, which is probably one of the worst PR stunts ever because then he went on to become president, not take a salary, and be uh-huh. heckled and become one of the most hated presidents ever by half the country. So, yeah, yeah. great PR effort there. Hmm. Yeah, Not yeah. sure if that guy was thinking that through. He said his lawyers, by the way, were uh, conferring with Democratic Congressman uh, Elijah Cummings and Adam yeah. Schiff before the hearing. Um, okay. Coming, Cummings and Schiff. Now, is that just me, or does that sound like the title of a really bad porno movie? <laughs> In a world of red and blue flashers, where enormous nightsticks and the term "planting evidence" is given a whole new meaning, two oh female gosh. cops work undercover to take on a corrupt penal system. Steven Spielberg presents Cummings and Schiff. Now coming to a gas station near you. <laughs> Get out of all here, right. dude! Your time's it's, up. Uh, okay, all right. Tell you what, before I go, Maude's not here, but she's listening to the show. Can I give her a big old shout out? Go for oh, it. Of all right. <laughs> Quit maxing out all my credit cards. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'll let y'all go now. See ya. Y'all take thank care. You. Oh my I wonder gosh. what that guy is really like. So I'm on Rebel yeah. right now and I I don't recognize I don't recognize anybody. But they're still going. Yeah, they have how's a million the, subscribers. How's the channel doing as far as like views and stuff though? How the videos do? Views look weak. Eight thousand, two thousand, two thousand. Ooh, on a million 000. subscriber channel. Yeah. Ouch. Anyway, uh, dangerous spaces. What's up, man? Hey. Hey, uh, what's up? Just quickly, firstly, with that Hassan thing, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how he doesn't get this, and he argued the problem with the point, which is the employer. So blonde, he was talking about an employer who was then taking on workers and then redistributing everything they made. Wait, are you talking about the Coast Guard guy? No, we're talking about Hassan Piper, the the bread economy thing. Okay, I was really confused for a second. Okay, but basically, what he was, but basically, the argument he made that he didn't seem to realize he made was the bread maker was worse off under that system. So why would he start up a business? Yeah, exactly, and that's kind of the point Baring was making in his video too. It's like you're an idiot. If no one's going to actually start up the business, then no one can be redistributing because they won't have any money. Yeah, it's, and that yeah, oh, exactly. That's so stupid. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, um, I I kind of had two topics. One was things from your childhood that you can no longer do or are kind of destroyed, or alternatively, the dangers of college. I don't know if you guys had a preference. Oh, you choose. I can't. Uh, well, I'd have to hear more about the childhood thing to understand it fully. I suppose we talk about well, college stuff all the time, so let's go with the childhood thing. Well, because I was thinking. When I was probably kind of mid to late teens, one thing I used to do quite a bit was color my hair like blue or green. Do you know, like uh, bands like Green Day used to do or punk bands yeah, of the day? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I used to do that. You can't do it now because it's pretty much associated with 
people would assume you're a feminist or you're some sort of screaming. I know, yeah, that's really true. Bums me out because yeah. I would love to have pink hair. Are you serious? I, I have you... always wanted to. I would love to do it, but I'm I'm not going to for obvious reasons and because curious. I'm 31 and married and that yeah. ship has sailed. Yeah, <laughs> I'm curious if there's anything else that's been like that for you guys. Where you do you mean like adolescent wearing or... Nikes? God, yeah. dude, I loved I, all my favorite shoes were Nikes. I don't buy them anymore. I haven't that's, seen the latest ad, but that's got some flack as well. I don't know. Well, yeah, this doesn't the, sound uh, like childhood. That's not much. That's not childhood. It that's doesn't last necessarily year. have to be childhood, but something yeah. from your younger years where it's kind of, look, they've just ruined it for me and I for mean, whatever reason. I really miss smoking weed, which is now this leftist degenerate thing, mm. which really bums me out. Which is now this leftist degenerate thing? When yeah. has it not been that? I don't <laughs> know. Isn't that always kind of... Uh, the point of hippies and stuff was, you know, yeah, weed okay, yeah. all right, fine. Uh, I just miss smoking weed because I'm too old. That's really what this is about. Hmm. <laughs> but to be fair, I suppose it's also a case of it's no longer, it's no longer the um, rebellious thing it used to be. So yeah, that's I guess definitely so. One thing. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, what else? I mean, as far as childhood is concerned, like very young childhood, we gotta let you go in a second. But the other day, I saw this little girl, and she was like in a store, and she was just spinning around and dancing, and like bumping into people and like she didn't care she was just gonna do her thing and i was looking at her i was like wow i wish yeah. I, I wish i could go back to that time where i could just yeah. do whatever i wanted and didn't give a fuck actually I that wish is I one could thing wander supermarkets aimlessly and cry about not getting a candy bar in the candy aisle yeah exactly yeah. that is one thing that's a bit uh. destroyed in terms of kids is they used to be able to just go out and play and just you know do whatever and now it's kind of you know they're yeah. so micromanaged in just about everything these days. Yeah. It's so yeah. painful to watch. Yeah. All right. Well, well thanks for the thoughts, man. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Dave. You guys have a good one. Bye. You as well. Uh, lost my place. Uh, Mustache Asian is up next. Mustache, you're good to go if you can get that mic unmuted. Razor Jack is after that. And I can try, you know, who's back is Cyclops. I'm going to circle back to Cyclops really quick. We manage utility Cyclops, bills. you there? Hey. We manage utility bills. Cyclops. So we take, hey. we get utility bills for large companies that own hey. properties. Hey, you're live. All right. Uh, oh, sorry. Hold on. <laughs> I was going to give sorry, you another guys. shot if you want it. Oh, I'm back. I'm back. I'm here. <laughs> oh. Sorry, sorry. It's kind of... Hello. Can you hear me? Sure. Um, yeah, Mustache okay. Asian, you want to hang out for just a sec? I'll let Cyclops go, and then we'll get right. to you. I'll go ahead. Cool. Sorry, I got dragged over to a friend's house and then uh, came Okay, real quick. I won't take up too much of your time. Um, I just wanted to mention, uh, did you guys see that news about the movie Unplanned? That it's no. rated R? I did see this, yeah. Yeah, so it's... Uh, it's about Abby Johnson. Um, if you guys don't know who she is, uh, Crowder did an interview with her a couple weeks ago, a big 45-minute interview. She mm -hmm. uh, ran a part of Planned Parenthood. She won Employee of the Year multiple years, and she finally had a come-to-Jesus moment and realized uh, this is wrong. She realized she got pulled back into an abortion. Um, like She was working the front desk most of the time, and she got pulled back to help in a procedure and actually yeah. saw everything that was happening. Mm -hmm. And uh, after that, dedicated her life to fighting against Planned Parenthood. So there's a movie that's coming out called Unplanned, and it's about her and her story. And uh, this week, they decided to give it an R rating. Um, Glenn Beck was talking about it briefly. Hmm. He said there's no language. 
There's no sexual content. There's one scene, he said, that they inquired with the ratings, whoever does the ratings, and they said there's one scene in there where there's an abortion going mm-hmm. on, and mm-hmm. you see the doctor, you don't see any blood or gore, but it shows an ultrasound, and you see the baby being dismembered. You see the <sighs> baby trying to fight and struggle away from it. And because of mm. that one scene, they gave it an R rating. So okay. you have to be 17 years old to go see this movie but about you can actually get an abortion scene. right you can actually yeah but yeah you can get an abortion at what 12 13 14 whatever it's just it absolutely pisses me off um i hope there's still people like like myself that normally try and stay away from rated r movies like that's the whole reason they did this was to try and get lots of christian people saying oh it's rated r that must mean there's something bad in there but I um I hope that people don't stay away from it. Um, everybody should go check out the trailer. Mm. It's just I think it's unplanned movie on YouTube. Yeah. If you go search it, you'll see the trailers. But have you? Uh, I assume you've seen Gosnell too. I haven't yeah. yet. I haven't. I, been able I to watched find it, it anywhere. a few weeks ago. You can rent it on YouTube. You can pay like three bucks to watch it on YouTube. Well, uh, and and um, yeah, I I actually didn't know anything about the Gosnell case, and when you look back at it, it's hard to believe that this was not. A major, major story. I mean, major it was story. covered, but it, it, not to the degree that you'd expect. Um, it's definitely worth uh, checking out the movie. And yeah, and is that one PG thirteen? It might be. There's nothing really graphic in the movie, although they allude to images that were taken, uh, photographs taken in the actual Gosnell clinic, and of yeah. actually, you know, aborted children. It's unclear if they were aborted children or children born alive that he killed. Oh my god, I can't. I can't. It, so, so viewer discretion. If you actually decide to search, go to their website and look at the images, which I did because I'm, you know, I have to. Yeah, um, I heard Dean Kane talking about it on Crowder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if people have interest in that topic, that's another good movie to watch. Yeah. It's... Anyway, just another to add on top of uh, the the crap in the bed on on that abortion vote. Just another thing to get my blood boiling on the subject. So, hmm. well, you're right, right well, to thanks. be mad about it. Thanks for calling. Yep, have a good night, guys. You too. Uh, mustache Asian, go for it. Let him hang out a sec. Razor Jack. Up next. Hello, hello. Hey. Hi. Hey. Hello. How's it going? Good, good. Finally be able to make it because I, I had to work Wednesday nights. Mm. Like work like 2.30. So finally changed, they shift my schedule one day. Oh, cool. Basically, what? So I have day off. Yeah. What's on your mind? Um. So yeah, I was just uh, I've been pretty pissed about the two A betrayals. About Trump? Is that what you just said? Two yeah, A betrayals. The betrayals. Yeah. About, Second Amendment. Yeah. Yeah. About oh, bump stock. Yeah, the bump bump stock stuff, and, and I don't know. Yeah. I hope he, yeah. I hope he, you know, changes. You know, actually comes through and veto. You know, the bills if they come through. Hopefully, they are blocking the Senate. Oh, were you talking about the, uh, so the House just passed a universal background check bill as well? Yeah, that is uh, one. one I, 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 I got to think that's it. probably going to get stuck in the Senate, but maybe not. We'll see. Yeah, if it, if it gets through the Senate, I'll be really, really pissed. because there are, There's probably a handful of Republicans who will bend on that. And, it, you know, I, I was looking at some Gun Owners of America posts about this, and I liked the way that they're describing it. Because when you talk about universal background checks, that pulls pretty well. That labeling people don't find very controversial. The way Gun Owners of America was characterizing it, which is 
accurate too is criminalizing private gun sales. That's that's Basically, really what yeah. you're talking about. You're talking about criminalizing private sales. Now, to be fair, in this bill, there are exceptions about direct family and I think inheritance and things like that. But generally speaking, under the Democrats' bill in the House, if I want to sell my gun to my friend or potentially even let him borrow it for an extended period of time, I got to go through an FFL. We got to do all this nonsense. What and about like using it at a gun range or something? It's a, It's sort of... Unclear. I suppose for momentary borrowing, it's unlikely to get you busted. But that's the problem is there's no way to enforce any of this unless you have a national gun registry to track which gun is going where at all times. Anyway, I kind of I jumped on your call. So if you had more to say on. Yeah, on that, go for just, it. I mean, in California is, or even in Seattle, it was already tried. No, like basically they tried this in time. Seattle. A lot of states yeah, have universal background it. checks. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. They tried this like basically, oh, if you let somebody borrow it. Or like you know, like a uh, at gun range, and it will be it will be a criminal act. Who the, who the hell cares at a gun range? You know, like oh, can I shoot your gun? You know, it's like to be a total stranger. Yeah. Hmm. So like, and nobody cares really. And so and I'm glad that a lot of the uh, Washington State uh, sheriffs are standing up and saying nope, and we can piss off. This is going on in Colorado, too. There's a couple of counties in Colorado as the Colorado legislature starts to crack down that are declaring themselves Second Amendment sanctuary counties. Huh. Kind yeah. of a mirror image of the reasoning on, sanctu- on on local governments refusing to enforce immigration law, local governments refusing to enforce gun laws that they view as unconstitutional. Yeah, I mean, mm. they're like, I was watching Bill Widow on that. He was not very uh, um, excited about that kind of, uh, you know, uh, like decision because it feels like they're like you know local they're minimizing the the uh, fight you know it's like oh ceding the state the authority hmm. to limit your second amendment right is like and then yeah that's you are not happy about that part well we'll see where we go i mean i i i've not liked i a trump's move on the bump stock is probably my most hated thing that he did not just because of the gun rights issue but because of rewriting federal law from yeah. the executive yeah. and and the idea of of seizing property legally owned yeah. property from people without compensation so we'll see how he goes on this i could see him going either way if it actually passed yeah yeah so hopefully yeah. He, he comes through comes good with yeah. his promise okay cool thanks for calling in man thanks okay bye. Cool. Bye, bye let's take one more call before we take a break uh secret link is up next Secret link, you're good to go. Oh, hi. What's on your mind? Uh, can you hear us all right? Uh, you might have to mute your stream. Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear go me? Go for it. Yep. Yeah, we're good. Uh, so, hi. First time caller. Well, thanks for calling. Uh, I wanted to talk about the Trump kind of initiative about decriminalizing uh homosexuality oh. and sure and i don't know if you've have you ever heard of uh charles napier no okay he was like a british governor in india you know way back when they ruled it and whatever and at one point uh they were banning a practice where uh if a woman was uh, her husband died they would put her on the funeral pyre and like burn her alive. I've heard about uh, this with hmm. her husband. And Yikes. this is so, sorry, this is when and where? 
in India. Like in and when Britain was was ruling over India. Okay. And admittedly, the practice was rare even then. Uh-huh. But they banned it, and so they like, like kind of like the Hindu priests were asking, you know, saying, "Well, you can't ban this. This is our culture," you know. Mm. And so, and so I'm kind of paraphrasing here, but he said, "Oh, okay. Well, uh, if you say this is your custom, then you know, go ahead and prepare the funeral pile." But my nation has also a custom when, when when men burn women alive, we hang them and confiscate hmm. all their property. Hmm. Therefore, let's. Uh, I'm going to build up some gallows right next to right next to this, and when the widow is consumed, then we'll hang you. It's like let's all act according to national customs. Hmm. Yeah, really. So, so what's your stance on the on the move? Are you in favor, opposed? There's a lot of nuance on this issue to to work with. I think some cultures are better than others. Uh-huh. Like, but I think the I don't think since we're like an imperialist kind of country anymore, we can't say um, no, you can't do that. But I do think we should be able to say, you know, if you can't do business with us or you can't. Uh, if you do certain things, we won't have a very high opinion of you. And right, maybe... or you're not getting any of our fucking foreign aid. But what about my Uzbek yes. food cart? Ooh. How am I going to get that if we refuse I don't know, get some white hipsters to make beans and rice. I actually don't know room. if homosexuality is criminalized in Uzbekistan or not. It might be. <laughs> we just always talk be. about Uzbek food culture. I don't know why. I it's have no because, idea what kind it's of food because the, it dates back to the the Home or Depot truck meat, attack meat guy meat. was an Uzbek diversity that's visa right. lottery right. recipient. Yeah. We looked so into it, didn't it? It was just like meat and rice. I think it? so. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Well, we really uh, took you over a, your call. I'm if sorry. you have a final thought, go for <laughs> it. Uh, I hate Bill Maher. Uh, yeah. I, it, God, man, it's hard for me to remember a time where I, I enjoyed watching the show, but it was yeah. as recently as like two years ago. And uh, I heard uh, like that full voice clip of him just saying, "We're so cultured and elite and stuff," yeah. and I was like. Oh my God! It's like, why the hell is everyone moving out of those states to the supposedly, uh, you know, to the country bumpkin red states, like like Idaho and Montana and the rest of the places? Why is everyone leaving the sophistication of California then? Because our culture is better. Yeah. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> okay. Thanks. All right. Let's take a, let's take a break. Then we'll get to our last segment of calls. Okay. If you're all set. Sort of. Um, Justin K says, blonde drinking from that bottle screenshot. Why? I drink this this thing with chia seeds in it. Do you mm. know? It's 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 got a really weird texture, but you have to like shake it all the time. Oh, yeah. And... The chia seeds. I... Okay. I... I definitely am all into that. Yeah. <laughs> Better call Hall <laughs> LLC. How did you both meet? Was Matt in love? Uh, no, we just... Um... <laughs> Blonde, okay, first off, let's get the one thing straight. Blonde asked to stream with me. Okay, Did I? yeah, really. Blonde came to me. Yeah, this that doesn't was, sound um, like I was taking initiative. Dude, that I sound still like have me. the email. I'll okay, show I believe you the you. email. Was I like, I like your channel. Let's stream together. At least I think I do. I could go back and find it. Yeah, no, you I said. Uh, yeah, you said something to that effect. And at the huh. time, I was I had left a former gaming podcast that didn't really work out uh, a few months prior, and I knew I wanted to get back into podcasting, but I need the right 
I needed the right person. And so we, we streamed once people liked it. And so uh, I was like, well, I'm trying to, trying to do this. If you show up on time, that's basically all I need you to do. And yeah, she's been showing up on time for two yeah. years, almost three, almost years. three years yeah. and doing very little else. And it's been <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, the origin story. Thank you. Better call hall. LLC peace. Harmony says, love the show. Would you guys be up for a radically simplified tax code? Uh, say three yes. rates, all sources of income consider the same. No exemptions yes. at all. Yes. The, the only yeah, thing yeah. I've been talking with a lot of people about this, the only quote unquote exemption I, I would entertain, because I'd like to see the federal tax code treat every dollar as a dollar. You earn a dollar, it's taxed the same rate. I don't care how you earned it, right. where it came from, yeah. any of that. I'd be willing to compromise on an exception of like, listen, on the money you earn below the poverty line, for example, tax-free, whatever. But would you... you I think that's I think that's fair. Fine, under like ten grand a year. Yeah, whatever. Just set a line. That's the one thing. Other a than that, a dollar rate, I'd be fine with. A dollar's a dollar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, three rates. I can simplify it even more. I don't care. Uh, beer me too, Brett. When are you guys gonna get sticks on again? It's probably time for our quarterly sticks appearance. Yeah, I um, yeah, I I'll message uh, I'll message Sticks. I'm sure we can have him back. He hasn't been back. Uh, he hasn't been on since like September, I think. He's been killing it. There's nobody that puts out more content than Sticks. He's very like consistent, and consistency yeah. is the name of the game. He's up over three hundred thousand subscriptions. Good now. for him. And I still think he I, I think he's still Bitshoot's biggest channel at like thirty five thousand subscriptions. So good. You know for what him. my mom said about him the other day? Huh. She she texted me. She's like, Sticks is so sexy. My dad watches sticks too. Yeah. He's got a lot of boomer appeal, but not because of his because of his political philosophy, but like I think they kind of think he's adorable. There's just something very unique about him and he's a unique uh, guy. It's like the other the other night I was playing some Red Dead and like I had Sticks's MRE eating video on. The I know. Like, I watched this too. <laughs> like why he's not why even on watching? camera. Why am I watching? In the gardening videos I But I am. Yeah. I'm watching. And he's so funny. A few times yeah. I've been watching his videos and he's made me laugh so hard that I can't stop laughing. Yeah. Very um, unique dude. He is. Uh, Sven Servette. People need to add their contact info to the meetup sheet for Boise. We're planning mm. a meetup on Friday. We need we're, we need more. Also, blonde looking great and Matt doesn't. Idaho is greater than Montana, but both suck <laughs> for California. Yeah. Yeah. Can we at least agree on that front? Idaho sucks. Nobody move here. It yeah. sucks here. Um, Michael Lazari, I think art such as video games should avoid politics as much as possible. We've all felt victimized or wronged, etc. At one point or another, you can hang a lantern on the sentiment without piggybacking off public outrage. That's true too. Hmm. Um, I only said that for selfish purposes because I want I want people to be able to red pill people in subversive <laughs> yeah. ways as much as they possibly. There were exceptions, <laughs> like um, I think of the Bioshock series was based on like an Ayn Rand type dystopia. Like there, in a subtle way, that was a criticism of like objectivism, so to speak. But I guess there are ways to artfully intertwine political themes or messaging yeah. what i hate is is like the mass effect thing where i'm playing a game and i walk up to an npc or a character and they say hey i'm a tranny you know <laughs> okay, okay cool <laughs> yeah. I, it, I hate it when it's irrelevant to the game yeah or the movie or whatever we're talking about yeah, yeah. um sharp breath scorpion dr phil was on rogan yesterday today Jones, by the way cheers from denver i'm headed to pennsylvania tomorrow oh, cool. dr phil was on rogan yesterday and you know uh, and ben shapiro and andy no were on dr phil's show today talking about hoax hate crimes really yeah and this i listened some weird crossover but i'm into it i listened to the whole dr phil rogan episode in the car today 
And uh, and yeah, that was pretty interesting. And I haven't seen them on his show talking about hoax hate crimes, but I'm glad to hear that because I want that aspect of like quote unquote normie culture or whatever, like daytime TV watching moms to watch this stuff about hoax hate from people yeah. who I think will have good perspectives on it. That's true. Yeah. That's so true. I, was, I was very happy to hear that. Um, John Martin, Kurt Schlichter wrote People's Republic, Indian Country, and latest is Wildfire. He's a columnist and on Town Hall. Ah, okay. Mm. Uh, Rainier Chen, no note. Thank you for supporting the show. Did it thank you for supporting the show? Did, did the note say that? Yeah. Or he was probably trying to trick you because you say that frequently. Thank you for supporting the show. Yeah. Um, Justin K says, Jesse Lee Peterson is amazing and not beta. Is, is that a shot at me? I don't know. I, I actually so. don't know his content that much. I've seen him in passing, and I know he's got a decent. He's following. never been on, has he? No. On our show? No. No. Don't been. confuse him with Anthony Brian Logan. You might be doing that. <laughs> don't confuse him with AVL. I love Anthony Brian Logan. That's yeah. that was really bad. We're just gonna yeah. move on. I don't um, know if that's what you're doing. I'm just speculating. <laughs> Uh, just in case, invite Jesse Lee Peterson. He was on Ralph Retort. We should. I like him as oh, well. Yeah. Sure. Um, I mean, what's my problem here? It's not even like they're like Asians. Like, what's going on? I don't know. Matthew Rowley. Um, after listening to every word of the Cone hearing today, I needed this to be uh, to keep me sane. I can totally read. So thank you, Blonde. You have said you used to be a professional. <laughs> what hmm. did you do? Um, I was an operations manager at a hedge fund in New York city. And then I did some operations, uh, at a medical firm in Los Angeles. And then I worked for the federal government, um, working on mortgage backed security cases. So uh, things of the financial nature, the hmm. financial finance. Yeah. Um, I would never call myself a professional though. I was really bad at all of my jobs and I got fired from a lot of them. Uh, Crown Video, get Jesse Lee Peterson on Beauty and the Beta. It would be amazing. Everybody's uh, totally into this idea. All right, like yeah, we could we could reach out. Maybe he can explain the bread economy to us better. Thomas yeah. B, um, watch the video "Loveful" by the Cardigans and tell me Blonde doesn't look like the lead singer. I just I, I like that song a lot. I've never wow. thought that I looked like her, but you are not the first person to tell me that, so maybe I do. Gonna check it out. Um, check your spillage. Holy moly, you shekel hoarders need a call manager for the Colin show, like for real dog. Anyways, <laughs> I went from lifelong secular to East Orthodox, and I love it. Have either of you looked into it? Um, no, I have not. No. Um, Simon Reichek, Reichek, left shoe on head stream to be here. No regrets. Thank you. Ah, I, I didn't know Shoe on Head was. Wait, Shoe on Head is making something? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Shoe but... thing. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Think, uh, just a couple over on Streamlabs. Uh, and thanks for coming over, by the way. Brian Williams, again, don't know if it's that Brian Williams, but maybe. Brian Williams says uh, Nike for decades uses child slave labor. People, meh. But have you seen those Jordans? Nike shills for Collins anti cop propaganda. People with without moral priorities. Boycott Nike. Love the show. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to pretend like like I believed in their uh, their their moral standards prior. Did you see their we, most recent video though, or their most the recent Serena ad? Williams one? Oh my god! I actually had I decided to like buy a few Nike things because their stuff this season really cute, hmm. and so I had some in my card in Nordstrom, and then I saw that commercial. And I'm like, 
I'm not. I'm not. Never <laughs> yeah, again. I, I, I don't care if some little Vietnamese kids are stitching my shoes. I, I only care if they're if they're praising that anti-American Colin Kaepernick. That's guy. totally Look, true. I get it. Those it's little a case. tiny Asian hands that get the stitching just so fine. <laughs> I get that it's a case of misguided priorities. I agree. You're pointed full, but you know that's my standard, and I'm sticking with it. Yeah, me too. Big fat phony. Says, uh, thinking about getting a gun before Callie takes away my right to do so. Good luck with that. Going to the range for the first time this weekend, looking to try the SIG P226 and Glock 19. Any thoughts, suggestions uh, uh, on others or to try, um, or what's your what's your uh, opinion on 9mm versus 45? I'm not a big Glock guy. At least I don't find them particularly comfortable and enjoyable to shoot. That said, everybody has them. Uh, accessories and mags are, are widely available uh, and you know they work and they're easy to maintain so uh, it's not like I, I'm a hater of Glock either I did uh, just pick up a SIG uh, P938 recently as oh, really? a gift um, yeah I think it's I think it's pretty fun I like 1911 designs just aesthetically it's a very pretty gun but it's a comfortable shooter I've, I don't uh, I'm not familiar with the 226 at least I haven't handled it much as far as um, but you know I've never encountered a SIG product that I thought was trash to be honest like I've never we have a 229 I really like it mm. Uh, so, you know, you probably can't go wrong in that regard. As far as nine mil versus 45, I'm just a terrible shot with 45. I don't carry 45. I carry uh nine mil or 380, depending on circumstances. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you want to be a real man and carry 45 and the bulk and stuff doesn't bother you. Well, and there are some small models. I've not, I've not handled any like super compact 45 handguns. But more power to it if you want to go that route. I think you got the right idea, though. There's so, so much of it is just personal, um, personal preference and ergonomics and comfort. So go to the range, try out everything they have, and pick what suits you best. Somebody in the live chat just said, SIG P229, you can't get one in Cali, so I have to get a 226. Why? Uh, I don't I don't know. I'm not familiar with the specifics of the models, so presumably one of them is not California legal for whatever reason. I don't know what that would be. Man. Weird. I, I can't imagine what that would be. Um, okay. We got it. We're, oh, man. We got 15 minutes left for calls. I went too long on that. Sorry about that. But, you know, anyone who wants to talk guns, it's like talking, uh, it's like talking gross medical stories. We'll go on forever. Secret. No, we talked to Secret Link, right? Farron is up next. Farron, you're good to go if you're ready. Let him hang out a minute. Dotard. Dotard. Belorms? And yes, we know it's Dotard. It's just Dotard is funnier. Dotard, you good to go? Dotard? Yo, what's going on, guys? What's hey. on your mind? Hey, so, well, thanks for having me on the show. First. Sure. So, turns out, I recently found out that my college has an equity office. What does that even mean? Is it a diversity I, and inclusion and equity office? I think it's something along those lines. I had yeah. no idea that this uh, individual or this position even existed. Uh, but the way I found out about it was, um, well, I guess some little shithead meme lord decided to print out a picture of Pepe and post it on this uh, equity officer's bulletin board outside of his door. <laughs> and the reaction okay. to this was an email from the college administration to every student that went like this. Uh, they said, good afternoon. As many of you are aware, yesterday a member of uh, said college faculty discovered a picture posted on their office door with an image that has become commonly co-opted by white supremacists and others 
um, as a symbol of bigotry, and parentheses, the symbol was Pe- Pepe the Frog. And then they linked to some article uh, that explains its racial context. In the SPLC yeah. article, I, I know the one, I bet. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. And so then uh, they say, well, we do not know the immediate intentions of this person. Uh, of the person to troll who- you, you old fuck. <laughs> yeah. like, what is wrong with you people? <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, and they say... Um, uh, we are treating this incident with the highest level of seriousness and ca- have conducted a sweep of the college campus to look for other instances of these materials. <laughs> oh We've also oh informed <laughs> the, uh, the college police, uh, the university police, so they can be on heightened alert for any signs that this may be part of a larger trend or pattern. That's the first paragraph. Then they go into the oh next. My God. Let us take this opportunity to state clearly and without equivocation that bold font Hate has no home at said college. <sighs> Next oh sentence, God. they go, our students, faculty, and staff deserve a place to study and work that is free of bigotry and discrimination in any form. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so lame. It's just so lame. And this is why Generation Z, Gen Z, did you hear this thing about the N-word passes? No. Oh, yeah, yeah. I watched uh, N- uh, N-word James pass, Alsop's like permissions. Yeah, James also made a great video about this today. Uh. But there were like these boys that were giving each other like um, like the Willy Wonka golden tickets. But it said like N-word pass on it. Okay. And they were just like passing it off. And the school just fucking freaked out. They just freaked out. And it's like Gen Z looks at these people and they're like the church ladies. Yeah. They're yeah. like, you are so uncool. You're so old. You don't understand Internet culture. Like, we're going to shut down campus right. because you posted this picture of a frog on my board. Yeah. Like, okay, R2 Dindu, whatever. <laughs> exactly. All right. So, Final um, word if you are, want it, but we got to let you go. Absolutely. Last thing, I'll just say that um, uh, uh, I guess a, a friend of mine who also attends the school, he sent like a well-worded email to the, the administration saying that mm-hmm. they blew it out of proportion and that it was ridiculous. And then I guess mm-hmm. the kid who actually posted it <laughs> sent an email to the administration anom- anonymously, but it was just a, a picture of Pepe with a MAGA hat. <laughs> nice. All right. I love it. Good for him. Good for him. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys again. Thanks, so, man. Thanks for calling. Really appreciate it. Have a good night. Bye. I'm just loving Generation Z. <laughs> They're so funny. Did I? Did we get Razor Jack earlier? Did I accidentally skip him? I can't remember. Uh, my mistake. If I missed you earlier, Razor Jack. I, I don't. I can't remember who's been on our Sunday show. So I'm probably. Yeah, not. I, I think I might have missed him. I'm gonna try him again. Razor Jack, if you want to go for it. Uh, and then f- um, Farron got kicked. Farron, if you uh, are good to go, go for it. Uh, hello, can you hear me? Yep, mm-hmm. you're all set. All right, sorry about that. I'm not used to uh, Discord on mobile. Yeah, it, it barely works on mobile. It works like half the time. Anyway, uh, anyway I've been a big fan of the uh, show. I think I started watching you guys from the uh, second episode. Whoa! Damn, I can't believe you stuck around. Yeah, me too. Thanks, good dude. Show. Well, thanks. But, uh, anyway, I guess the question I had was, what do you think is the most powerful branch of government currently, and what's the first one you would take power away from? Supreme Court. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not close for me personally, and yeah, and, but, and if um, I were to answer secondarily, it'd be the executive. I would restore more power in Congress. If I were going to be redistributing government power in the federal government right now, at least More it's power di- somewhat diversified then. Yeah. Significantly less in the Supreme Court, which basically has the authority to create law from the bench at this right. point. 
And, and that's all they do. They, they mean they're political activists that legislate from the bench constantly, which is not what they were supposed to do. They're unelected. It's, they they're sit unelected, there for life. life lifelong. Yeah, I'm with yeah. you. Yeah. What about uh, you? I, I don't know. I still feel like the uh, you know executive still has the power to make its own laws with Trump trying to do his um, you know executive orders and all that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we're probably in agreement then that power should be more restored in in Congress. That way, it's it's more restored to the states through their representation, but just also decentralized in that there are more members of Congress. That being said, and I, I agree, I'm not changing my perspective here or anything, yeah. but Congress is filled with retards. Yes. We, we can agree on that too. But I guess you have a, I, I think you have a higher hope of neutralizing the retardation if there are 400, well, 535 people through which power is distributed. Wouldn't it be more difficult than one moron? Yeah, but I also argue for benevolent monarchy all the time. Yeah, so well, maybe I shouldn't. Maybe the, I should. You got a list answer. of benevolent monarchs we can appoint. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, good luck. <laughs> You're probably right, though. Uh, do you have any final thoughts on the issue? No, nope, I just had a simple question. You guys have a good night. Good well, question. Yeah, Thank that's, you. A, that's a good thing to think about. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Half-assed contender. Half-assed contender, you're good to go if you're ready. Sup, babe. Uh, how many hey. inches? Uh, how many inches is what? Of snow did you get recently? Lots, uh-huh. dude. I don't even know how much is in my backyard. Like, multiple feet. Multiple feet, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, actually, uh, the main reason why I called was I was part of that Chicago meetup we just had last Saturday. Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, good. So yeah. you got to meet um, you got to meet my friend Michael Schlecht, did you? Yeah, he's a pretty cool dude. He's the, he's never, reading leader, reading I've leader. never met him in person. Maybe someday. He, uh, his avatar on our, we got this app called Slack that we used to talk to each other with, which is like Discord, but way better. And uh, his avatar is uh, Mr. Plinkett. So I was expecting this big fat. No way. Oh, yeah. Michael Schlecht and I talk about, we talk about them all the time. But I love Red Letter Media. And I tell my husband all the time, like, if it doesn't work out with us, I'm going for Mike. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he's skinnier than you think. So there's that. There is that. Mike or Michael Schlecht? I'm talking about uh, Red Letter Media. The Mike guy Mike. is not slim. The Mike guy on Red Letter no, no, Media. No, no, he's got no. dad bod for sure. He's got a sexy Well, the dad camera bod, yeah. adds a couple hundred pounds, right? Oh, <laughs> sure. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so i just like to say, uh, if anyone else is in the Chicago area, please go to that uh, spreadsheet in the link in the description yeah. of your Sunday videos. And uh, and if you can't figure that out, uh, you know, just message me directly on Discord. If for some reason you're on Discord, I don't know why that would be, but do that. And also, uh, Pete, sweet Pete. Uh, Pete uh, put his name in there in the Chicago area, but he did not put any contact info. So if you're listening, Pete, oh. we need you, babe. We really do. Yeah. I well, I was glad we to see you guys. Chicago, it looked awesome. like you had a pretty good turnout for for your first event. So awesome. Yeah, we, so yeah, we were there for like five hours, and I only talked to awesome. four people and had amazing conversations. And good. somehow, so I need to talk to other people next time. So yeah. <laughs> but before right. we go, uh, yeah. just something fun. Matt, uh, I want to know your favorite band and don't do some, oh, I don't really have a favorite. You have to pick a favorite, even if you don't, you know, you can't. Dude, to be favorite. honest, I don't even like have a, a favorite currently. I know no, that's no, kind of a cop out, but one. like all time, all time favorite. You have to say one. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I, there's no band that's like, I follow everything they do anymore. I'm just kind of out of it. I just think, don't think pay attention. You listen to recently. You feel kind of strongly about it. Uh, like today, like I said, when I, when I go snowboarding, my mix is like old school eighties music. Like the, uh, what, you know what I've been listening like, like to? Like hair metal? Like hair metal? Or no. Like well, yeah, there's some Iron Maiden in there if that counts as hair metal, but that's not 
that's not really hair metal, I suppose. Um, the last album I downloaded on iTunes was Weezer's cover album. The I've actually, one. it's pretty good. I've, there's a it's good all, one with Weird Al that's, that I was into. It's all right, but the problem with that album is all the songs sound too similar to the originals. Yeah. Yeah, they, they did. Really they, they didn't. They didn't add a lot of personal flair there. So, I mean, I, I'm not trying to cop out. I just, I don't pay attention anymore. Like, I'm just checked out of music in general. That's weak. It's a weak okay, answer. Well, well, I mean, sorry. It was Tool. It's Tool. I love Tool and Maynard. Ah, okay. It's Tool <laughs> number one, followed by Allison Krauss and Union yeah. Station. So, Bluegrass yeah. and Heavy Metal. What's your favorite yeah. Tool song, Blonde? Oh man, Undertow's great. Um, this is an unpopular opinion, but I really love 10,000 Days. Tool fans really hated it. But their early stuff is great. Opiate's a great album, too. Um, yeah, the, the, from 1991, can you believe how long ago that was? I know. That shit? I know. You know, Maynard wow. got Me too and he played it off like a boss. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so. some like 17-year-old skank banged him in his, on his bus. And then she was like, I was with my boyfriend and I really didn't want to do it. And he just like wrote an article about it. And then that was it. It just blew over. You know, if, right. if she's if she's ugly, then he could then it's easier for him to get away with it. He's like, yeah. oh, do you think I would do that? Nah, no, he really did know. bang her. But he was like, it was consensual oh. because I'm rich and famous and she's a whore. So. <laughs> All right. We got to wrap right. this up. We're running out yeah, of time. Right. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, man. Bye. We got time for a handful more. Uh, Tales from the Intellectual Dark Web, which... Oh, uh, he might have had to take off. I was going to say last time that was the caller I accidentally gave like five or six minutes to or more. <laughs> so it's going to have to maybe cut him a little short this time. But I don't see him hanging out. He might have had to leave. Hey, what's uh, up, Arne? guys? Can you hey. hear me? Yeah, yeah, go for him. Crystal clear. Hey, hello from Quebec. How's it going? Oh, Hi. Exotic. <laughs> yeah. Please, uh, please pardon my accent. Yeah. So, um, there was there was one thing that I was there was one thing that I was willing to talk about uh, tonight hmm. um, with uh, AOC and the whole shenanigans about the Green New Deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so I, I like the idea of the I like the idea of talking about environmentalism in general. Okay. Okay. Why is it that only justice Democrats are talking about it? Everyone should be talking about it in general. Why? I... Like, why is the Green New Deal a thing of the left? Well, because well, it the... requires massive government inter intervention. And it's going to cost $63 trillion. I mean, I don't think, I think that generally, although they're neocons like, are big spenders and keep getting us involved in foreign wars and stuff, I think generally the idea behind conservatism is smaller government, states' rights. And what this is going to require is just a, a massive overhaul yeah. of even our currently totally bloated. to his point though that. you don't have to grant environmentalism as an issue under that premise right. that's and true. i think that i think that conservatives libertarians the republican party the libertarian party they're never going to get it together anyway but let's pretend that they they could there is a way to argue listen i'm in favor of decentralized power and environmental cleanliness and here's a realistic way for that to happen i do think they could do a better job of not uh, of not granting that, like we're in favor of pollution premise that yeah. the that the left <laughs> likes to throw at them. I agree with you, but here's the thing: the um, let's say let's say the the more libertarian libertarian and the more um, let's say pro capital uh, people, mm -hmm. they don't speak the same language as the left uh, does. Like th there needs to be a bridge built. How do we build that bridge? A bridge to whom? Um, 
for well for everyone because like left left is talking about investing a massive ton of money are you are you right talking is... about in terms of environmentalism or just in general oh no 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 in terms of uh in terms of environmentalism because oh, i mean okay. i mean I, I i study that shit it's kind of my highest priority in well in in life without being a militant uh in any forms um but like I'm kind of the only center guy in my classes. Everybody, everybody is either left or far left, and yeah. I don't, I don't really have anyone to talk to about it. And I, I want to bring people back to the to the center of the conversation, to the table of well, conversation, so that we we well we, we can keep talking together. That's I think the way you you should right. go about this if you're looking to to. Uh, build bridges to people of maybe slightly different perspectives than your own. Owen Benjamin did that video on PragerU recently about shared goals, different different approaches for um, for pursuing shared goals. I think if you have those kind of conversations with people and say, "Listen, we have you and I share the same goal of environmental cleanliness and potentially like a carbon free future and yeah. all that sort of thing." I don't think that this path is the right way to achieve it or or not. But if you emphasize the shared goal first, usually you can find some sort of common ground, yeah, common or, ground agreement, yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah, uh, that that would be my strategy if I was trying to do this with within that type of community. Yeah, I'll check out uh, Owen Benjamin's. Um, so that's pretty much it. Uh, if anybody if anybody wants to uh, stick around after uh, after the show uh, um, and they're interesting in a, in a crash course in environmental sciences. Uh, I guess I can stick around for uh, maybe an hour to answer uh, questions here and there. Sure, that's Arn. Thanks, if people guys. want, if people are looking for uh, looking for um, a free uh, free environmentalism. Towards thing. the end of the okay, show, man. we get pretty. The, the words are sorry. Hard. The the, are hard. the words don't come to me. A R N. That's Arn. Message him. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Night. Yeah. Okay. Should we do one more? Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's see if we can get Sid Boy in here. If Sid Boy's still hanging out. Yeah, here we go. Sid boy, you're good to go if you're ready. Boy's still hanging out. Go for it. If hey you guys, start. can you hear me? Yep. Sid boy, you're good to go if you're ready. Got to mute that stream hey. though. Yep. Hey, uh, welcome. Good high from uh, sunny Melbourne. It's only uh, 100 hmm. degrees here today. 100 oh degrees. Uh, wow. That okay. sounds amazing. Uh, yeah. The good thing is Melbourne's. Um, Humid as Sydney. Hmm. Hey, um, just wanted to talk about that Hassan Piker um, sourdough sort of example because he really yeah. showed why uh, open borders or you know unlimited migration is bad. Um, because you get Hassan Piker. <laughs> well, <laughs> or are you going yeah. a different route? <laughs> no, he's like starts off his example as you own the business, you make fifteen loaves of bread. Then you hire a worker, you make 20, so you keep 15, the worker gets five. Then you hire a undocumented worker. Mm -hmm. For some reason, the undocumented worker has zero productivity, so you still make 20 loaves, but now the owner keeps 15, the legal worker gets three, and the undocumented gets two. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no one seems to have realized that Hassan Piker has shown why you don't want undocumented workers harming <laughs> yeah. the most yeah. workers. Yeah. I noticed that. I guess his conclusion would be that we ought to make it so that these people receive the same wages and or benefits by law. That I guess if I were going to go guess how he would address that issue, that's what he would say. 
Yeah, it just sort of amazed me that he's, you know, like, uh, was it the uh, Bank of England's been showing that since Brexit and uh, immigration into the UK has slowed considerably, uh, wages at the bottom end of the market have started to really take off. And even at the higher end yeah. now, they're starting to take off. Well, that's why um, the, the, the marriage between the kind of Bernie Sanders, very pro-worker to the point of borderline communism type perspective and open borders immigration activists, the, the marriage between them is as bizarre as the marriage between feminists and Islamists. Yeah, because those way. strike me as just as mutually exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. Or you gays want, and Islamists. Yeah. 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 Um, so I, I don't know. I'd be interesting to hear him answer these kinds of questions because you're you're exactly right. His own point, his own description made the point that the illegal labor was undercutting the labor of the, yeah. the legal citizen. Yeah. 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 Whoops. Yeah. Anyway, you have any final uh, thoughts? Uh, yeah. Um, anyone who's got some decent fan art skills, I think I want to see something along the lines of uh, Battle Angel Blonde hasten the collapse. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, man. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. All right. I think we're going to have to call it there, which bums me out because we got some regular callers who are right up after this, but we're just out of time, unfortunately, including um, Caesarian Pizza is in there as well. And he, which art, which piece of art did he send us? I remember the name and the art was Wait, awesome. was that the one today? No, it was like it was last Sunday or the Sunday before. He sent us a really cool piece of art that was it was awesome. But I. Anyway, I can't remember. I just remember the name and the art was great. So I wish I could talk to him about it. But uh, we have some in, great art on Sunday, guys. <laughs> yeah. If you Best like Hitlerian art. depictions of blonde, which, you know, who I who showed doesn't? my husband that and he was not happy about it. <laughs> so, you know, it's going to be good. Anyways, we're going to have to call it there and appreciate everybody's patience. And sorry, we can't get to everybody, but we do the best we can. And if you're trying to get into the show but you can't do it live you can send us an email as we're gonna get through momentarily here that's beauty in the beta at gmail.com put call in show question in the subject line so we know that's what it's for uh, otherwise you can send us a brief video a minute or less unlisted on youtube we'll play that and respond to it as well but we'll get through these email questions we'll check in on uh, super chat and then we will call it a show was it the, the one of me shaking my butt was that the one i think yeah actually i think he might have been that one i think you're right I think he's that guy. Thank you, live chat. Yeah. Okay, sorry, sorry. Uh, Molly says, what is your favorite meal of the day and why? I like them all, but I would say lunch is my least favorite. What? Lunch is a great meal. Yeah, but lunch is always usually lowest effort. Like, I like I like making a big high effort breakfast and then, you know, making a nice dinner with, like, a fancy dessert and, you know, really good entree and all that. That's always great. Lunch is usually, like, you make a sandwich and you eat some chips or something like that. I it's guess never so. as fancy. Uh, I love but, breakfast food. But. Yeah, really good breakfast food is tough to beat, man. The problem is I just don't make awesome breakfast food very frequently. I'm going to have to say dinner, though, because it's like a daily ritual where I cook something nourishing for my husband and, mm. and everything and listen to a podcast. I don't know. It's one of my favorite parts of the day. Yeah. So. Uh, this is Jack. Context, heaven is where I part ways from Christians and Mormons. Hell is a real location. It's a place where the rotten character of a person is projected outward onto their immediate environment. But a literal location in the sky where people go to if they fill out a checklist is nonsense to me. Mm. I'm getting 72 virgin wives bribe vibes from this claim. Question. What are your guys' thoughts on heaven as a literal place, as a state of being, a location, a bribe, or something else? Um... Honestly, if I'm, if I'm being totally honest about this, I don't put a lot of 
intellectual investment into the concept or really thinking about it because I know it's an unanswerable question. Yeah. Uh, that being said, I like the idea of there being some sort of universal equalizer because people on earth do not get what they deserve. I mean, I think we can Yeah, all I can. have to believe that people burn in hell. Right. <laughs> I mean, God. what's the point? I mean, yeah. uh, no, yeah, I mean, I share that. I'm agnostic on these questions yeah. to the extent I, I, I don't see any uh, reasoning that I find compelling based on observable evidence and or direct observable evidence. I just, I don't know. And if I can't see something in support of it, I, I doubt by default that that said, it's not like I look down on, on this particular, on philosophies that disagree or, or anything. I mean, I, I guess I could say that there's almost some envy and maybe, maybe someday I'll reach an intellectual point where I am more spiritually minded or religiously minded because mm -hmm. there is a certain peace of mind. There is a certain comfort. There's a purpose in life that a lot of religious people have and are confident in that I don't necessarily share. That's not to say I'm dissatisfied with my life or anything like that. Yeah. But when I look at people who are living life well, they tend to be family people of varying religious perspectives. Yeah. And so I, I don't know. We talk about this all the time. It's like yeah. I, I, I'm very sympathetic to the utility of all of this, but the, 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 right. the intellectual aspect just doesn't appeal hard, to me. I have a hard time. That being said, yeah. um, I'm, I also know that, that this is unanswerable and I'm open to different philosophies. I think it's foolish to think that we are all that exists in this vast universe that we know virtually nothing about. I mean, that's solipsistic and yeah. insane. So like, you know, we, uh, we can never answer yeah. what's out there and, and it's not just us. And that, and that said, the idea of being able to speak again with people you lost or, or people you miss that, you know, you, you, people who are gone, who you don't know, you, you have to assume, I guess, you'll never see again or never talk to again. The idea of having a conversation with that person again, man, that would be, you, that's something you'd trade everything you own Just for. So yeah. I hope it, I hope it's a thing. I'm not betting on it, but I hope yeah. it's a thing. But more importantly, the burning and healthy. <laughs> and there's a lot of people who just need to burn. Well, that's point. true. And yeah. I mean, if if I really believed in that, though, would I be such an advocate of vigilante justice? Mm. I don't know, because mm. I really want justice on Earth. Well, it's all you can count on, I guess. Yeah. But if you believed more steadfastly in uh, justice in the afterlife, maybe maybe you would be more forgiving. Maybe that's a good or bad thing. I don't know. Take maybe your that's the answer. Yeah. Huh. If you have faith that they'll burn in hell, you'll be nicer to them here. Yeah. <laughs> There's an epiphany moment. All right. I know. I know. <laughs> okay. Joseph says, hi, Matt. Uh, you get a lot of questions on the, uh, about the limits of the Second Amendment. Are you familiar with the technical category of crew-served weapons? I am not. There is a link here. Uh, I don't know that I'll have time to read the Wikipedia on it, unfortunately. They, there are expert articles saying that the Second Amendment was meant to protect all weapons that are not crew-served. An individual... Huh. Okay, so I assume crew-served, I'm guessing, means like multiple men to operate. Okay. Crew-served is a... We okay, crew-served weapon is a weapon system that requires a crew of two or more individuals to perform the same or separate tax, uh, tasks to run at ma maximum efficiency. So basically, you're talking about small arms, more or less, are non-crew-served weapons. Uh, an individual could be expected to muster uh, with any of the protected class of weapons to wield uh, to wield them without help. 
To me, it seems like a good and practical distinction with regard to an individual right to bear arms. Yeah, I suppose that could be. I mean, we we I have to look at the language of the Second Amendment again, the rights of the people. Does it actually say individual or have we just interpreted individual right because all of the other rights within the Bill of Rights are individual rights? That's another distinction. As I've said, you know, I, I usually make that that argument about any weapon that is precise enough to defend your own life, liberty, and property without unjustly harming another person's would be something right. that I would protect. I think that these things are probably proxies for each other. You know what I mean? They're pretty close in terms of the weapons this standard would protect and the weapons my standard would protect. I'll have to look more into this. Maybe there's a philosophical basis for it in terms of what the founders envisioned. But yeah, I mean, if it's about an individual's right, then individual operation would be a sensible standard. Agreed. Um, oh, I need to read this one. Don't I? Uh, this is from Luke. Hi, guys. Great to hear so many Aussies on the show. It's first hmm. I thought they said autists. Ah, you both often speak about an overpowered executive unbalancing the U.S. constitutional order. What mm-hmm. reforms? Ah, interesting. What reforms would you make to the powers of the U.S. president to resolve this? You're going to have to have, for me, it would take Congress clawing back some of its power. So I would do away. I mean, we talked extensively about this emergency declaration thing. Uh Uh, I would I would like to see Congress take back its power and things like that. Congress could statutorily limit executive orders and things like that because executive orders keep in mind those are executive directives about how to enforce existing law right it's the executive's job to enforce not right congress could do a clearer job of saying uh of making of limiting that power uh-huh. because it's still yeah. executive power at the at the pleasure of the legislature so what it's going to take is a more functional Congress, Congress stepping up and saying, listen, this is our job and we're going to do it. That might be pie in the sky because Congress seems to care more about political squabbling than they do about the integrity of their own branch. I heard Shapiro talking about this and I think he's exactly right. The, the, the framers, I think, envisioned that members of Congress would be more loyal to the power of their institution as as Congress than they were to parties. Yeah. But we're actually observing the opposite. They care more about party power than institutional power. What about... I don't know how to make them care more about the role of of the legislature and them as legislators. Yeah. Good luck. I don't know how to instill that in them, but I'd like to see it happen. What about line item veto power? Uh, I don't know that much about it. I actually... I, I don't... I don't know that I have that big of a problem with it because I don't see it as a major distinction from the veto I guess in it general. Is parts of checks and balances, anyway. I mean, the veto itself is is part of our system, and I'm in favor of it. I like yeah. a check on Congress. I don't want Congress all powerful. Right, right. So I, I don't have a problem with line item veto inherently. Uh, the other the other thing we've gone way off base on is war. So yeah, oh yeah. Congress needs to take back its power in terms of declaring war and and initiating war, ending all, the executive handles all this stuff now. And I get it. There's a lot of elements of immediacy in military operation that the chief executive has to handle. But in terms of the fundamentals of actually starting wars, declaring wars, sending troops, military strikes, Congress needs to take back its power in, in those. Yeah. Uh, in that, yeah. Uh, Chris says, "Hey, faggots! First off, I saw that some of Jesse Smollett's co-stars are standing by him, which is good because even though I totally think he faked it." Uh, it is nice to see some loyalty in the world. Well, Ew. That's, 
That's one interpretation, I suppose. I was listening to your Sunday show and had a revelation finally hit me. I had been thinking it was weird to pour bleach on a person, and I just assumed it was a shitty version of UK acid attack, and then it suddenly struck struck me that maybe they were trying to make a black guy white. Exactly. That's I think that's the purpose. Oh, my God. That didn't even occur. Yeah, no, that's the purpose is look at this black guy. Let's whiten him up. (laughs) This may have been obvious to other people sooner than it was to me. No, I didn't even until just now i, I didn't realize it right clothes. away but i did later yeah. wow i feel really dumb right now really dumb. uh which is what my question about that <laughs> is about there are those in the world we will call them sjw's that seem really good at identifying that uh at identifying what is racist and offensive at what point is it uh because these people are actually just racist themselves as a person that enjoys uh ignorant humor I can ID a lot of racist shit, but some of this stuff is beyond my understanding of bigotry. I don't think that there's anybody more obsessed with race, including yeah. legitimate ethno-state identitarians, than uh, like the the fringe SJW people. Because even the the, the ethno-state identitarians, they view race as significant and and important. That said, they don't see race in weird things like bleach, and and they don't insert race into fundamentally non-racial issues yeah i mean it's this meme it's become so trite that the democrats are the real racist so i hate saying it but i mean there's there's (laughs) the dinesh d'souza line yeah the dinesh the democrats Um, are the real racists. but it's true insofar as if you need reparations you need affirmative action programs you need these grand sweeping gestures for equality then inherent to that is the belief of racial inferiority i mean that's just Mm. the truth of the matter if you really believe that black people are intellectually equal to white people then you're like oh they can um operate in the free marketplace and succeed yeah Uh, but leftists are like well they definitely can't so you need to really help them out. special treatment yeah yeah Hmm. oh this is me isn't it yep uh griffin yeah Sup, you beautiful bastards. Yes, I'm stealing Philly D's <laughs> opening. Boo, fight me. I will. Anyway, uh, Matt, this email is specifically for you. I've been watching your material since 2016 election, and it's been my morning coffee before I go to work on Wednesdays and Saturdays. One of my favorite video of yours is one about defunding the Electoral College. Defending. Previously, or whoops, whoops, that's totally We could defund different. it, I guess. <laughs> um, defending the Electoral College. Previously, in my youth, I didn't know such a thing existed. Mm. I've always thought the voting system in our country was just a simple popular voting system. I found out about it from a video by a YouTuber named CPG Gray that talked about why it's not viable in a democracy and why we need to get rid of it. Seeing this at first made me believe all of it. I thought it was weird that we have this system of voting and that people with more vo- uh, with more popular vote votes lose. Years later, after the 2016 election, I found your video and others defending it and convincing me of why it's necessary to this country. While I'm no longer fully on board with outright abolishing the Electoral College, that video and many others like it do give a pretty solid argument for the problems it brings, and I'm stuck on the fence. My question to you, Matt, should we abolish the Electoral College in favor of a new one? If so, what voting system should be implemented, or should we keep it as it is and tweak it uh, to represent the voters better, all the no, best. No, uh, uh, it's fine the way it exists. The I guess the only tweak that I could see as th- that I'd maybe be on board with is because the way the math works out, one vote is not necessarily one vote everywhere. Sometimes it's worth a little more in other states mathematically than others. 
that set. So maybe you could be more precise about the amount of electoral votes per state. You know, Montana might be mathematically worth 2.65 instead of three or something like yeah. that. Because we allocate electoral votes based on congressional delegation. Montana's got one rep, two senators, so we get three. Maybe you want to make it more mathematically square such that somebody voting in California is worth the exact same, same as right. me in Montana. But what has to be preserved and what makes our system functional and what's uh, allowed it to to last as long as it has is that we are a federation of mostly autonomous states yeah. and the states decide who is going to lead them. I don't care if people in Colorado want to vote away their the rights to decide their electors as they're doing. They want to base it on the popular vote. That's Colorado's decision to make. The point is that we're not going to have one big popularity contest as a country yeah. and let the majority trample on the minority, which is what our entire system is designed to prevent. We are a federation of states. Every single election, including president of the United States, you vote in your state. You don't vote in one massive federal election. You vote in your state. That's the way the system has to happen or else we're going to have serious problems because the only reason people like me in Montana or you in Idaho can get along with people in California is if we have a mostly autonomous system where they leave us alone and we leave them alone. The right. more you nationalize everything, the worse this is going to get and the more likely conflict. Uh, and the greater becomes. the incentive um, to allow floods of immigrants that are going to vote left. There's that. And the other thing you got to think about, too, the other reason you want states in charge of all of these elections is it's harder to rig. You talk yeah. about the Russians rigging the election. Know, well, if it's federal, if the federal government controlled the presidential election, suddenly it's a lot easier to get in there and manipulate it or rig it or do whatever you want to do. Well, well said. I couldn't agree more. Hmm. That's you. Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, I'm up next. A new traditionalist. Some questions uh, for you to both answer individually and as a unit ordered by priority. Stop whenever I'd normally get the boot. I think we could take one of these. I, don't, I can't do three. Okay. Which one do you want to do? Uh, let's, let's just take the first question. And then uh, new traditionalist, if you want to follow up with these, some of these other ones later, we can later, take them yeah. more at a later date. But we got to if – if I accept the, the precedent of three questions in an email – uh, that might be bad news later. So what were your primary motivations and strategies for starting your channels and have they changed over the past few years? Do you have a particular set of goals or desires for the culture that you're pursuing through the channel or are you mostly just in it for the entertainment and the enjoyment of the job alone? Well, I think in both of our cases, uh, I'll, I'll let you speak for yourself, but I think we're similar in that this was kind of an accident, sort of, at least as a career move. Yeah. We both cared about what was going on in the world and thought it, you know, here's a hobby thing to do. Talk about stuff I care about it for both of us. And it kind of ended up taking off and gaining attraction as we uh, gaining traction as we were both dissatisfied in our jobs. And the, yeah. the reality about this, another thing email people email about all the time is you want to be open and talk about stuff freely on the internet without censoring yourself. Good luck. If you're trying to maintain some office job that we yeah. were both doing, it's only a matter of time until they find it. So, um, I, I wouldn't say that I have that my goals in this are either that they're exclusively ideological or professional. It's kind of a mesh of both. Agreed. Like I, I want to spread a set of ideas that I believe are best for our country and for the world. That said, I also want to be able to, to provide for my family and all that sort of stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. It's a combination of both. As far as the primary motivations and how they've changed initially, it was this, this desperation to preserve 
Western and European and American civilization. I, I was like, this has to be done. I, I mean, you can see the evolution in my channel, but as it's progressed now, it's really just turned into self-preservation because I just don't have a lot of faith that we're going to be able to do that, especially in a nonviolent way. Um, I mean, you can see in my videos, like I've just have become increasingly blackpilled and that's really where I am right now. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm going to save myself and my family and everybody else can get bent because, mm. <laughs> because there's nothing that we can do to stop this collapse. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think we're, we're both kind of in it for the same purpose. Like if it were practical, practically speaking, if I could, you know, if I could do something else and still do this, this work without it conflicting, like I still would. I would do this for free. I enjoy doing it. I like the people, the friendships I've built. I like Same, the community. Yeah, me too. But the it becomes mutually like, exclusive at some point. Yeah, yeah. it's very difficult. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, I, I, you know, I, I couldn't be more thrilled with the, the show we've built and the community we've built. And, Aww, yeah. and yeah, we'll see, we'll see if uh, society collapses or not. But at least we know we uh, went down trying. You know? We did, yeah. And thanks for all the, the email questions, guys. We'll close out with a super chat and then we'll get out of here. Oh, I was like, what? Uh, uh, you're up. Let me Although I'll this. refresh you over on Streamlabs. Um, yes, I have a couple. Ovid says, Penn and Teller used to have a show called Bullshit, which was the first place I ever saw someone break down thoroughly in detail how environmentalists are always socialists. Uh, <laughs> socialists first. First. I can't talk tonight. Or it's just at the two-hour mark. They're always socialists first and just use environmentalism to push their agenda. We need nuclear. Yeah, that's an interesting criticism, and it seems applicable. I still don't understand the enthusiastic and fervent opposition to nuclear, given that it seems to be the most practical quasi-green mm -hmm. energy source that we can work with. But, yeah. Yep. Uh, Regal Fregal says, Hey guys, uh, I was uh, sorry. I was late tonight. Tonight's gun of the week is the international ordinance MP2. If you want an SMG that looks like it was made by a toddler in China, there's this, or you can be a goddamn American build it yourself. Good luck with uh, future AR builds. Yeah. I, uh, I was, I was messaging about it. I talked to Regal Fregal about it too. I actually assembled my first AR this week. I've never assembled one. And, um, and if, and, you know, for people who might be kind of, uh, new to that out there when you're, when you're trying it buy the extra spring kit, cause you're going to launch at least one or two across the room, but it was, uh, but it was pretty fun. And thanks to a uh, raggle fraggle for helping me out with some insight along the way. Um, and the okay. last one meet meet you says to understand the limit of the second amendment. Remember John Wayne owned a battleship. I want to be able to park a functional Sherman tank in my driveway. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather go too far in that direction than too far in the other direction. Agreed. Um, Michael Azari. Oh, I've read this one. No. Uh, Dr. Phil, Joe Rogan, Alex Jones, buddy cop movie. Let's make this happen. Mm. Bread and circuses. Matt and I once Eiffel towered a Filipino prostitute. When he finished, Matt pulled out and said, geez, um, check out the size of this chick's balls. The prostitute <laughs> said, I'm a tranny, you know. Jeez. Wow. All it's right super gay and weird but thank you um evan patterson were women to unsex themselves by claiming equality with men they would become the most hateful heathen and disgusting of <laughs> beings and would surely perish without male protection says queen victoria 1870 <laughs> ain't that the truth hmm. woke bitch um miles kinslow hey guys since aoc wants to challenge people to do a better deal uh if trump introduces an energy green plan what should be put in it 
Uh, I I guess if I were going to tackle this from the federal level, if I were if I if I were trying to do this, I like incentives much more than punishment. Yeah. You'd have to structure something like that. The problem you run into is what are going to be the incentives? So you're going to yeah. do a whole bunch of like tax breaks and this and that. Then you just get back to the problem we were talking about earlier where wouldn't you like just a flat tax rate that is yeah. free from all these bizarre right. uh, special special exemptions and quote unquote loopholes and all this and that. Yeah, admittedly, I don't have a, a great idea off the top of my head, but if I'm starting from scratch, I'm going with incentives as opposed to punishment because Maybe. I still trust American ingenuity to uh to solve these problems not top-down aoc directive uh trevor howard coconut water and now chia seed water are you trying to say that you're better than us i am <laughs> better than you i'm fucking better than you yeah good one uh, anna doesn't matter it says so you can post a pepe a commonly co-opted symbol of who white supremacist but you put a hammer and a sickle on the door and no one says a word yeah maybe cares. you'd get a fucking medal yeah that's yeah. So true. It's infuriating. Semper ad Meliora. Hassan bread thing is simple. If you want uh, a bread business to open in New York City, you just force that business to buy ovens for every one in the community. First with the money that doesn't exist so that people can yeah. cook their own bread. You just grab a guy off the street with a gun and you hold him at gunpoint and say, hey, you, bake some bread. Bake and that's, some uh, bread. that's how this business operates in the ideal world. Colonel Dick Gazania Gazana says, I don't remember when I first started listening, but I started leaving all of their shows for you guys ever since Matt's take on the Electoral College post Trump election. Keep up the great work. Wow, that, that's that, a long time ago. I'm glad yeah, that that's, that sticks. Made some I'm waves. Glad it was a good video. Enjoyed that. Brody Campbell, first time alive. Are you a lot aware that uh, the SN, uh, SNC Lavalin scandal Trudeau is facing? If Trump did half as much, he'd be impeached. Might be a show topic, Matt. Love you both. Hmm. Eh? Um, I really should be following international international. No, I'll, I'll have to. I'll, I'll need a link. A few on people mentioned so the live to chat too. Yeah. Um, dangerous spaces. I love Thai food, and there's really good Indian food near me too. What's your favorite type of takeout food? Also curious, your favorite thing about Australia? It's all those. It's all the deadly, deadly animals. It's the accent, man. The I do Aussie love the accent. accent. Is sweet. Um, I love Indian food. Love it. Uh, takeout food. I mean. I don't get like ethnic takeout food. I just, I, you know, I like to go to, I don't know. I like to get fast food and stuff like that. I like to go Matt's get a Wendy's like guy. Ch chicken McNuggets or Wendy's. Yeah. I mean, ever, ever since they posted the Pepe, the Pepe X yeah. like two years ago. <laughs> um, lately I've been, lately I've been going to Chipotle more frequently. I don't know why. I'm just kind of on a little Chipotle binge, mm. but yeah, I don't, uh, I hate Chinese food. Hate. Really? Chinese food. Yeah, never, never do that. Um, I'm mostly just like a fast food guy. Like I'll go get pizza or I'll go get burgers or something like that. Yeah. All American guy. Uh, yeah. Rational orc. At least the president is elected. The Supreme Court is appointed for life and beyond if some rumors turn out to be true. Also, ain't that mm. the truth? Greg yeah. Olson. Uh, here of the U of Iowa. I cannot read towards the end of the show. Um, the basketball play-by-play -play announcer suspended <laughs> for saying that a black Maryland player who did well and scored final points was king kong at the end yeah of the i heard game. about that and sadly he apologized i don't know sometimes people just say stuff and then they're like oh shit he clearly didn't say it with racist intent about the guy being black you yeah know, this is another example like we heard previously if you hear king kong and you automatically assume black guy who's the racist you yeah. might be the racist you might be the racist. yeah uh, Cyclops924, sorry for being a pain and dropping the call, almost doxing my place of work and having screaming kids in the background yeah, to make sorry. up for it. Here's some of that sweet, sweet tax refund money. Thank you, bro. Ah, well, Fred, thanks. Bread and Circuses is, is that's the, the tranny one again. You sent that twice. Yeah. 
Oh, well, uh, I, I can't right. read that again. Uh, if you didn't mean to send that twice, hit me up and maybe we can get that corrected for you. Uh, Googlebot, Sweet Pea from Chicago checking in. Matt, I've sent you the required email. Please update the listener sheet. Love you, gals. Sweet Pea out. Sure. Um, UN536Vids, Matt and I once made love. Began with an investigation into Bigfoot, then passed through the Southern District of New York and wound up in unrelated charges, if you know what I mean. We do know is, what is you this, mean. Is this uh, like a Trump investigation joke Seemingly. mixed with Bigfoot. This is this is many layered. <laughs> Meta. Yeah. Uh, Jack DDSN, repeal the 17th, will make them loyal to their state instead. We've actually talked about this a lot on the show. Only through the super chats, though. Um, uh, 17th being direct election of senators, is that yeah. what we're talking about? Yeah. Uh, Zirindu, greetings from New Zealand, a little-known colony of mainland China, but seriously, how long do you guys think it'll be before China annexes New Zealand and Australia? You've come <laughs> to the wrong place for... <laughs> <laughs> for any discussion let me tell you about let me tell you yeah, about, about the um, likelihood uh jack ddsn again a congress artificially capped the number of representatives that's the real problem with representation and not oh. the electoral college I, I was unaware of that so if that's the case yeah i mean that would that um, might be another way to solve some this. mathematical disproportionality but other than that i want to maintain the status quo to the maximum possible extent um, SB says, I haven't been able to listen in much these days. Matt, keep up the good work and stock up on guns. Blonde, you're looking glowy Ooh. these days. Despite the black pilling, uh, keep that fascist chin high. I know what you mean by that. And I've told you guys before, I'm going to have a toddler running around here before I ever tell anybody that I'm pregnant. Yeah. Uh, Casey Monroe, can I show clips from these chats to people after? I'd like to show your explanation of Electoral College and some friends watching you guys instead of putting the groceries away. Priorities, right? Yeah, I mean, it's in the in the public realm. We can't We can't stop you. Yeah, um, the video does go offline on YouTube, but I do post the audio to all our audio platforms afterwards. So if you found the Electoral College portion helpful, you can get the audio from all the um, audio platforms linked in the description. Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you find your podcasts, you can find you can us. Find- yeah. Uh, Edward Gonzalez, no note, and I think we're caught up. Oh, wait, right. the last one. Benzy Box, no need to read. Just keep up the great work. I read it anyway. Uh, well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll refresh over here, and and yeah, we're uh, we're good to go. So thanks everybody for tuning in. Appreciate everybody hanging out tonight. And it looks like Streamlabs uh, did not have any kind of technical issues stream wise. I hope if they did, if you guys are watching over on Streamlabs and there were problems, send me an email. We'll see if we can get it resolved. Uh, other than that, we will, of course, be back on Sunday where we will not talk about Michael Cohen at all, except for I see Elijah Cummings is already accusing Trump of committing a crime because he wrote a check about Stormy Daniels or something like that. Oh I don't God, know. I don't and care. by the way, we got to mention, are you ready to gloat or is it too early about being a prophet about racist knitting? Yeah, I did no. I mentioned it on the on the podcast, or no, it was the Colin show last week. Oh, was it? Somebody called in and they were like, or they sent us a super chat, and they're like, "I'm worried because I paint miniatures of different races." Are we going to talk about this? Next we got to go. We're out of here. Update on Sunday. See ya.